Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This was a no-doubter. We'll tell you all about it in just about a minute. But right now it's time. As always, we say, America, wake up! Oh, you sounded so good. Yes, he's Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. Why? For a free rate quote. That's why. Here he is. Without further ado, as we approach the Christmas holiday, I can't wait to put something in his stocking because he's my guy. He's my partner. He's my friend. He's the brains of the outfit. And more than that, he is the hardest working man in show business today. Give it up for the one and only Brian No. Hello, B. Yeah. How are you? What's going on, Andy Furman? Great to be here with you on a Sunday morning, as always. And happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Well, it's tomorrow. It's what, officially tomorrow, right? Yeah. Why, how did this get out? Who's Who found out about it? I don't understand who started it. Happy birthday. Your brother, your brother tweeted me and said, make sure you, oh, you say happy geez. birthday to Andy. And oh, I said, tell them, I absolutely will. I, I saw your son online. Brian Fenley wished you a happy birthday. He got me nothing. He got me nothing. Maybe tomorrow, hey. maybe. Well, yeah, you're thanks. a deadbeat dad. You can't blame him because you weren't yeah. in his life for the first, what, 23 years of – how old is Brian Fenley now? 
You know, he'd been around for about four years in his life. I can't blame I the guy that he didn't get I visited him on for. Sundays. I mean, what can I tell you? Yeah. Once a week. It's good enough. Yeah. All right, we move on. Did you have a good week? Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I'm eating uh, cherry Pop-Tarts this morning. You got to send me. You got to send me the picture so I could take care of you. I did. Christmas. I already did. I sent oh, you, you that picture a long time ago. Oh, waiting man, for I you did. to make good on the appropriate apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain well, bars. You know, I'm waiting. Waiting it. over here. I'm sorry. I may have deleted that. I'm so sorry, really. Anyway, I'll send it we to sh- you again. Outrageous. Please do. Outrageous. Please do. I'll get you a big crate. I'll send you a crate. I but uh, by the way, I uh, yes. I don't think I'm doing as good as Joe Burrow, and I know we're going to talk about him because he just yeah. won the Heisman. He's on cloud nine. But I'm doing better than Luka Doncic. Did you see that guy roll his ankle? Man, that looked gruesome. Ooh, that was a nasty. I, I don't like when they show night. that over and over again. You know, it's bad. I don't like seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's he's a bad been thing. unbelievable. Man, he's yeah. been great so far. This he has season. been. So so the Milwaukee Bucks really. Yeah, you, know? you got Bucks Lakers coming up on yeah. Thursday. That's going to be really good. Looking really forward good. to that. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about Joe, Big Joe Burrow. No shocker there, no doubter. Gets the Heisman Trophy by the largest margin. And you know what? I watched that and almost, and you know, I'm kind of a hard kind of a guy. Almost a tear came to my eye because really? he was. Yes. He was so appreciative. He was so. I mean, so excited. I, I guess he knew, but when you actually get your name called and you go up to the podium, the thanks that he gave out to everybody, you got to hear what he had to say about Coach O. Take a listen. Coach O. You have no idea what you mean to my family? No, I didn't play for three years. You took a chance on me. Not knowing if I could play or not. And I'm forever in your... Forever grateful for you. Can you imagine a guy like Coach O giving me the keys to... to his football program? He just means so much to me and my family. And to LSU. I sure hope they give him a lifetime contract. He deserves it. (laughs) That's Tell me great. that's not moving. Tell me that does not shake you a little bit. Oh, I think that's it's just awesome where it's wonderful. A guy like like Joe Burrow, who the confidence that he displayed, because think about his career path, Andy. He goes to Ohio State after being very, very lightly recruited, and he's holding a clipboard. He's not going on the field. He's not getting the playing time. And then he eventually moves on. He winds up at LSU. And that confidence never wavered. I think that was one of the key ingredients for him to end up where he is right now. And I just think of a guy like Aaron Rodgers. When he was drafted, remember how he fell on draft mm-hmm. day? Right. And they interviewed him and they basically said, hey, do you feel bad right now? Like, you slid. And he goes, not as bad as the 49ers are going to feel for not drafting me. That's you know, great. And he, just, he had that swagger, that unshakable confidence before he stepped foot on an NFL field. And I see a lot of that in Joe Burrow with what happened with him before he got to LSU and flourished. I, I think it's tremendous. I'll tell you something else. The way he said that he should give Coach O a lifetime contract, that was one. It really was. I mean, it's just thanking everybody. So appreciative. Athens High School in Athens, Ohio. He thanks Southwest Ohio. But I'm going to tell you one thing. 
if I may, because he may very well come back to the state of Ohio playing for the Cincinnati Bengals in the draft. He might, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say with Joe, if you're listening, do me a favor. Take that Heisman Trophy. Clutch it close to your chest. Because if you end up in Cincinnati, you'll never see a trophy again. You'll never see a trophy again with the Cincinnati Bengals. So cherish that Heisman. It may be the first and your last. Well, hey, we'll see what his NFL career turns out to be. I think a lot of people said similar things about the Cleveland Browns. They were just Mm -hmm. a dumpster fire for decades. Talent level, very low, dysfunctional organization. And all of a sudden... They picked Baker Mayfield number one overall a couple of years ago, right? Look at the talent that they have on that team. So a similar thing can happen for Cincinnati. I know everybody looks at them as being a complete dumpster fire. They have no chance to do anything whatsoever. But you can upgrade that talent level really quickly. The Browns had a winless season. (laughs) They were over just a couple of years ago. And now the cupboard is stacked. They got a lot of talent. They shouldn't be a sub-500 team. So I would just, I'd be reluctant to say no chance, no how, no way whatsoever the Bengals can turn it around and upgrade that talent because we see it time and time again where teams do it. Mr. Positive. You know, I got a little background information on Joe Burrow if you're interested. I was checking on this in Sports Illustrated. You know, Joe Burrow, Obviously, they use the term student athlete, and really and truly, it's kind of a misnomer with him because LSU's Burrow and Justin Herbert out of Oregon, they only take online courses at their school, and Burrow is a light master's level class load, and Herbert just has only one class. Believe it or not, it takes only one class, hardly really the college experience, and guess what? It doesn't surprise me that a, a writer says here that Nebraska passed on Burrow. The Cornhuskers also decided on Frank Solich wasn't the answer either. They gave him the boot. The Frank Solich now is the all-time leading winning coach in the MAC conference at Ohio University, and uh, I guess Solich was something like 58-19 at Nebraska. Since he left, they've gone 121-84. Just a little background information there. Yeah, interesting stuff. And building off of what you're talking about there, Andy. This was Joe Burrow. He sat down with ESPN's Tom Rinaldi, and he was talking about Nebraska and some of the other schools that had no interest in him. I've been told I wasn't good enough since recruiting. I had one offer after my junior year of high school, and it was my dad's team. I wanted to go to Nebraska. They told me I wasn't good enough, and Ohio State was really my only big-time offer. How about that? Look where Nebraska is right now. (laughs) And for them to be like, nah, we're good. The other question is, what if they said, yeah, come on through, Joe? Come to Nebraska. Where would he be right now if he went to Nebraska? I don't think he's certainly the Heisman winner. I don't even think he's a Heisman finalist. So it just worked out very well for Joe Burrow. His career path, even though it was rocky, bumpy, didn't start at Ohio State, had to transfer, went to LSU and flourished, he's much better off for it playing out the way it did. Of course. And also, think about transfers in general, Andy. There's a lot of pushback on transfers in general. You'll hear hear these people, oh, you're just willing to move on when things get tough. And I mean, it's situational. Sometimes you should stick it out. Sometimes you just leave too quickly. Other times it does make the most sense. The last three Heisman winners have been transfers in Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray. Now you have it in Joe Burrow. And also... Three of the four guys that were finalists last night, Justin Fields transferred Mm -hmm. from Georgia to Ohio State. Jalen Hurts transferred from Alabama to Oklahoma. So 
for these people that are like, oh, well, the transfers and stick it out. And are you going to do that in life? And eh, sometimes it makes a lot of sense. I think it's great. I, I love it. I mean, you see a guy that basically was in the background, a guy, like you say, holding a clipboard. And now all of a sudden, I mean, he's playing. He wins the Heisman Trophy. It's great for the fans. I mean, it's great, obviously, for the player, for the athlete, given a chance and given a second life. But it's great for the fans to see these guys play. That's what you want to yes. do. Justin Fields at Ohio State. I've hated that these students, a lot of them, well, the athletes, football players, whatever, they have to sit out a year if they transfer, if they aren't a graduate transfer. What would what would college football have been like this season if Justin Fields didn't play? You right. know, right. <laughs> he was spectacular. He's a Heisman finalist. College football was much more interesting with him playing right away. Think about a potential title game matchup. With transfer, you know, quarterbacks over there. If it's LSU and Joe Burrow versus Justin Fields and Ohio State, I would be tremendous. So, I, if you're telling me you would, you think that college football is a better product with any of those dudes having to sit out a full year after transferring, I just don't buy it. Yeah, I, you know what? I never understood the sit-out-of-the-year situation. I guess it's because you don't want people bouncing around like, uh, like professional sports. But you know what? Who cares? I mean, really. I mean, yeah. if it's all about the fan experience and it's all about the athlete bettering himself, getting a shot, like Joe Burrow, he, he's the perfect poster child why they should permit transfers. He really yes. is. It's, I'm telling you, it's in college football's best interest I to agree. allow at least one transfer without penalty, without having to sit out a year. Because I always look at college football, Andy, it's a rotating door. It's hard to keep up with who's playing for who, you know? And if you've got one of these big-name players, a four- or five-star quarterback or whatever, how is it in your best interest to have them sit an entire year? I compare it, and it's a loose comparison, but what if they did that in the NFL? What if a free agent had to sit out an entire year if he changed teams? That would be ridiculous. It wouldn't be good for the NFL product. Well, yes, and I Le'Veon think the same Bell. holds true with college football. Yes, Le'Veon Bell about that. Well, <laughs> I mean, how ridiculous would it be? You can't even really wrap your mind around it of any free agent having to sit out an entire year. And it's, it's crazy. Like, all right, Le'Veon. All right, anybody else who moves from one team to the next, pick it up in 2020. You know, we don't get to see him for an entire year. That'd be a joke. It'd be silly. I'm with, you. I'm with you right there. You know, by the way, you speaking about something silly. We got Justin. Justin's a big time. We we love him. He's like in our in our thoughts all the time. Big time listener for Fox Football Sunday. He tweets right now. He says, the reason why Joe Burrow cried last night, we finally realized he's, the Bengals are going to draft him. I mean, come on. Do you got to take a shot like that? Well, I guess I did too, but it's low hanging fruit, and you did the same thing. You're right. I know, yeah, you I did. know. I did. I did. What could you do? By the way, yeah. I, I hope he does well. I hope he does come to the Bengals because he's a, he's an Ohio kid. You know, is he going to help the club? You know, you got to give him some product around him. I, I don't know if they can. I don't know what's going to. You got to give some protection on that offensive line. We'll see what happens. Look, it's a crapshoot. We've seen quarterbacks. I mean, Lamar Jackson. Who thought? I mean, yeah. you got to get a creative guy on the coaching staff to adapt to the player you're drafting. And the Baltimore Ravens did that with Lamar. You know, could the Bengals do that? Let's hope so. Will they even draft him? I don't know. So we'll see what happens. You know, I've got a brain teaser of a question for you coming up, Andy Furley. Really? Yes. really? It's going to test your, your brain power, you know. And I'm not even going to give you a heads up. I'm just going to spring it on you, see what you think. 
All right, sounds great. I'll tell you what, he's Brian No. Get him on Twitter at The No Show, NOE Show, or at Andy Furman FSR, or better yet, 877-99 on Fox. That's our phone number, 877-996-6369. We're brought to you by Cincinnati Bell, powering your connected life. And, of course, the lineup, as always, Chris P. hosting Bronx Talk Radio in this hour, hour number two, Bottom Barrel Betting. And, of course, in hour number three, Alex Marvez, the Sheik, Fox Sports Radio's NFL Maven, NFL Insider, and follow that up with Brian No and No's picks. But did they really do it again that's next you're listening to fox sports radio Radio. Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Lightning strikes twice in a minute. I can't wait. The Hanukkah song with Adam Sandler. Yes, happy Hanukkah, everybody, next week. Yes, it is. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. By the way, listen to him. He's the best. I got some great news. There's a quick and easy way you can save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. How do you like that, Be A Hanukkah song, finally. I've heard this all weekend long on Fox Sports Radio. Christmas songs. And I'm not Scrooge. I love Christmas songs. I love the Christmas song with Nat King Cole. But I hadn't heard one Hanukkah song. So Chris P., my guy, dug out Adam Sandler for the Hanukkah song. Look at you. You're all fired up for that, you know? I get it. I Eight days, it. baby. Eight days of presents. Yeah, that is pretty cool. 
Yes. If you have eight days of presents like that. Uh, yes. What are your gifts typically like, Andy? Is it just like, oh, I got eh, a car a one day, one day I got a boat. First day, like by the fifth day, what does it turn into? You know, what are we I think my wife's here? getting me a helicopter this year. Really? That's what's going down? That's what I want. I want to get a helicopter. I've always wanted one. How much do they price for? I don't know. She's going to get it. It's, you know, she'll charge it, put on a credit card. Okay, all right, you let me know how that works out okay. for you. I want pictures of that. All right, you know? sounds all right. great. By the way, you got a question. You could ask me something, right? I do, I do. I hope that you've brought your brain power today, oh my goodness, Andy please. Furman. This That's is a pressure. brain teaser. Okay, you ready for it? Here it is. <sighs> pressure. Which quarterback yeah. has had the more surprising season? Is In the it NFL? Heisman Trophy winner Joe Burrow at LSU? Is it soon-to-be MVP of the Baltimore Ravens? Lamar Jackson. Who's had the bigger surprise season? I'd have to say Lamar Jackson because I don't think much was expected, whereas LSU, you always expect them to be in the hunt. Now, did you think that Joe Burrow would have the year he had? I don't think so because they always were offensively challenged LSU. It was a great defensive ball club, you know, never really a passing ball club LSU. So there's a little bit of a surprise there, but the bigger surprise is a, where Lamar Jackson was drafted. B, where that team is right now in the NFL. I go the other way. Huh? Now, both have had very surprising seasons, and they've both been extraordinary. Right. But I go Joe Burrow because, I mean, gosh, Lamar Jackson's still a first-round pick. He's a Heisman yeah. winner. We yeah. saw him be dynamic in college. We didn't see dynamic play from Joe Burrow before this season. Right. And I, I read a story on ESPN before the uh, – before the show today, and the first line, it says, Joe Burrow entered the year largely as an unknown for LSU. You can't say the same thing about Lamar Jackson. He didn't enter this season as an unknown. I mean, look, you see the production from each. Lamar, he leads the league in touchdown passes, and he just broke Michael Vick's single-season quarterback rushing record. He's been extraordinary, and no one saw that coming. But it's the same thing with Joe Burrow, and you look at that LSU offense. It's been stagnant for the better part of the last decade, and poof, like boom, offense defined. They're just moving the ball like crazy. And if you look at the odds, look at the gambling odds too, Andy. You can use this. If you look at Joe Burrow, his odds were as low as 200 to 1 to win the Heisman. And if you look at Lamar, at the lowest this season, they were 50 to 1 to win the MVP. I think that Joe Burrow's season is the bigger surprise. Well, you may very well have an answer over there. I tell you, it's either or, and I'll tell you why. You're bringing up some past pass, I guess, evidence, which is okay. You know, I'm not arguing on that. But yes, it's true that Lamar Jackson was a Heisman winner. And it's true what he's done. And he's a first-round draft pick. But uh, when you look at Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow was basically a bench warmer at Ohio State. Right. I mean, That's he, he I mean. was a, you know, he couldn't see the, the, the light of day. So, I mean, it, it's great what they both have done, and it's a great question, but, you know, I still got to go with, with Lamar because I don't think anybody saw that, even because we've seen a lot of Heisman busts. That's the thing. You know, winning, winning a Heisman trophy is no guarantee that you will be successful True. at the next level. Absolutely. Look at Tim Tebow. The list goes on and on. Vic Testaverde. I kind of laugh a little bit. They showed Gino Toretta. Every year. And I'm like, man, Gino Toretta won the Heisman, right? Like, yeah. So certainly winning the Heisman didn't guarantee that Lamar was going to be even good in the NFL. Right. But we saw glimpses of that in the NFL last year. Maybe started, what, eight games, including the playoffs. 
And there was some really good play from Lamar. I mean, listen, this season still is a surprise. But I'm just saying, we got to... It's a photo finish. We got to break the tie somehow, some way. And when I look at... We didn't see anything that was spectacular from Joe Burrow before this season. And we did with Lamar. I think that's a big difference between the two. But, man, you talk about surprising seasons for both that nobody saw coming. They've been incredibly special for their respective teams. And the most hardcore Burrow or Lamar Jackson fan, they couldn't sit here and be like, oh, yeah, MVP. Oh, Heisman, no doubt. Oh, I'll go one step further. Burrow didn't see it coming. I mean, it was a crapshoot. I'm going to go to LSU. I hope I could do something there. He never saw this coming. Really. I mean, I give some credit to Ed O, the coach. I I mean, he took a shot. No, No one really, I don't think anybody expected this. No, it wasn't expected. So I don't want to make it sound like, oh, we saw this coming with Lamar. I mean, good right. Lord, go back to the combine. We were wondering if he was going to run routes as a wide receiver. Right. Know? So for where he is right now, it's extraordinary and a shocker. But I think that Burrow is the bigger shocker of the two. His odds were longer to win the Heisman than it was for Lamar to win the MVP. And we just, we had no idea if Burrow was even going to see the field one. Right. And to even be remotely good. And he was spectacular for LSU this season. He should have been the unanimous Heisman winner. How you could have 20 first place votes for Chase Young, although he was special this season, is beyond me. When you put up the type of numbers that Joe Burrow did for a 13-0 number one overall team, I don't know how you vote for anybody else. Jonathan Taylor of Wisconsin, special season again. Six first place votes. Who are these voters? You guys they're shouldn't vote anymore. You guys they're are in, high. No, they're in Wisconsin. That's where they are. They're Man, Wisconsin it's people. crazy yeah. to me. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Nuts. That's a good argument. Really, a good, good discussion. really is. By the way, we're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. And, of course, as always, Sunday would not be Sunday on Fox Sports Radio without Marcel. Marcel from Brooklyn on Fox Sports Radio with Brian No and O and Andy Furman. Hello, Marcel. Happy Sunday. Good morning, Brian's and Andy. There's no L. It still sounds like you say it. It still sounds like you add the L. I don't know what it is, Marcel, with you (laughs) pronouncing my name. You know what? You know what? Because you put an L, I'm going to revoke your L. You're Marcel. (laughs) You're no longer Marcel. You're Marcel. It's called a speech impediment. That's what it's called, really. Believe me, just L instead. (laughs) Hey, thanks for taking the time to having this morning for Fox Football Sunday, you guys. I want to congratulate Navy midshipmen on a big win against the Army yesterday by the score of 31-7 to in Philadelphia. Do you know Philadelphia is home of the city of brotherly love? The Philadelphia Eagles, one of the NFL's great teams. And, of course, Broad Street, the Philadelphia Art Museum, and the City Hall. It's i got to interrupt you for a yeah, second, What do you work for the Chamber of because... Commerce in Philadelphia or what? Yeah. I got a question for you for a second here, Marce, because you said the Army and then you pivoted. It sounded like you forgot their nickname. Is that true? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the Black Knights of the Hudson. (laughs) I love it. That's great. Well, yeah, I like that you admitted that. Hey, listen, Marce, it's okay, man. I forget about (laughs) nicknames all the time. I know, I know. It's all good, uh, man. The saga of the Giants' losing streak continues. Today, the Dolphins is coming to town on Fox. The game time is at 1 p.m. My Dolphins against your G-Men today. 
I know, I know. G-Men against the Dolphins. So tune in today. So if the Giants continue the losing streak, we will not going to have the Super Bowl next year. We will have a draft <laughs> will taking place in the summer of 2020. I hope you guys win, Marcef, because I want a higher draft pick. So I'm rooting know, for the G-Men today. At Marcemark70 on Twitter. Be sure to follow my tweets, Andy Furman and at the Knoll Show. Brian is one of my followers. <laughs> All right. I will do that. You have a wonderful day. If we don't speak you to too. you before, beforehand. Merry Christmas. Early Merry Monday. Christmas. There we go. All I right. should unfollow him because he keeps mispronouncing my name. You know? Right. That's fine. I should yeah. just be like, enough of this. Mobile. Does he have anything intelligent to say on Twitter? Is it worth my while? Well, I don't understand how you don't follow our guy, Marcel. Okay, huh? I will do it. I'll do it. Okay. Look how okay. loyal he is to All right, us. you're right. You're like, he I'm too good for him. I yeah. didn't say that. No. Okay, I will follow him. I promise. I will follow him. Okay, here we go. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. Did he or didn't he? That's the question. And, of course, that's next. But first, our guy. He did. He's the big man here. Brian Fenley with the latest. Yeah, you, you'll follow Marcel, but you won't follow your son here, Brian. I get I'll it. I'll follow you out the door. That's where I'll follow you. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow earning the Heisman Trophy by a record margin. He obtained almost 91% of the first place votes, the most lopsided win in the awards history. And as we get ready for the first window of NFL kickoffs at 1 p.m. Eastern time, according to NFL Network, Steelers running back James Conner is slated as a starter today with a shoulder injury he's going to be able to fight through. They also project that same source, the Chiefs ball carrier Damian Williams is going to be inactive with a rib injury and an illness. Patriots wideout Julian Edelman suffering from multiple injuries will get a workout in this morning to measure whether or not he'll be a go today. Broncos tight end Noah Fant appears a thumbs up to play despite hip and foot issues. And Texans wide receiver Will Fuller, despite a hamstring ailment, is leading towards playing today. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Luka Doncic sprained his right ankle in the first quarter of the Mavs' 122-118 defeat to the Heat in overtime. The Bucks have corralled 18 straight wins after tormenting the Cavs' 122-108. Giannis had 29 points to lead all scores. The Bulls gobble up the shorthanded Clippers 109-106. Kawhi Leonard did not play. Good, good. It's ridiculous what's going on. <laughs> I up know. There. Parentheses knee. I, I, I know, right? Infuriated when I see that, Brian. It, 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 sitting out. Uh, sitting out, weak. Hey, but you know what? If they end up winning the title, it's all worth it. But that's if he they He just win does the too title. much of it. Listen, I'm not anti load management ever. Yeah. He just takes it too far. Sure. Yeah. It's almost like every other game. The Nuggets laminate the Thunder, 110-102. Nikola Jokic, 28 points, 14 rebounds, 12 assists. And great news, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico, go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And Dad, Andy, I know you said there's eight days of gifts. Uh, What are you going to get me as your son? Uh, The only gift I want, besides a, a pair of matching overalls with you, is for you to acknowledge that I'm actually your son. I'm going to tell you what the gift is right now. I'm going to be very open right here. Tell okay. You know what it is? I'm giving you the key to the house. <gasps> you can come back in. <laughs> I'm going to get you the key. Whoa. I changed the locks, but I'm getting you a copy of the key. Oh, okay. my gosh. <laughs> Best right. day ever. How do you like that? <laughs> All right. 
Have a good one. Yeah, I thought about you guys because you see LeBron at his son's game last night and how proud of a father was. And I started thinking, man, Andy Furman was the exact opposite in Brian Fenley's life growing up. You know? I know. That's what came to mind. I know. I'm sorry. I got to make it up. I I got a lot of making up to do. I really do. We'll get to him in an hour. By the way, he can't be that stupid. He really can't. We'll get to that in a minute. And he's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Brian No is not that stupid, I promise you. I am. Maybe. Maybe it's me. Hey, by the way, welcome back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, Bronx Talk Radio with the amazing Chris P. in less than 10 minutes. But the big story in and around the National Football League is... The New England Patriots, not on the field, but what they've done off the field, uh, taping a team that's 1-12? Are you kidding? Are they that stupid? Or maybe they've been doing it all season long. We don't know. What's your take on this? (sighs) For the Patriots, you just have to dot your I's and cross your T's when Spygate (laughs) 1 happened, you know? It can't happen where I realize the whole dynamic is – They were shooting this special, do your job. It's for other sections within the building. And they were doing this piece on a a scout. And so it makes sense. Okay, he's at the Bengals game. He's scouting the Bengals for the upcoming matchup with the Patriots. But, oh, by the way, there, (laughs) there was eight minutes. There were eight minutes of footage filmed of the crew filming the sideline, you know, filming the coaching staff. And... I just can't completely buy what they're selling, which is, oh, well, that was B-roll. So what? Is that going to be in the documentary, really, on the heels of Spygate? They're going to be like, all right, here's our scout, Joe Blow. Here's what he does. He's got the binoculars. He's looking at the Bengals. And, oh, look at this. He's, <laughs> he's looking at sideline footage. You can't show that and do your job, the documentary. I don't buy their excuses at all. I'm with you. And you know what? The NFL right now is on the hook because the last time this happened, they claimed they lost the tape. Well, now the Bengals had someone they in the press box. They destroyed it. They destroyed they, the they, evidence. They did. Yeah. And now uh, the Bengals are the ones who basically taped the videographer of the Patriots. Right. And, the, and it's in the NFL's hands now. And people are saying, well, what's taking so long? Well, I think the NFL has to check and see that maybe this isn't a one-time deal. they got to check to see if the Patriots have done this all season long, perhaps, with other teams. And they want to see what's going to happen. Is it going to be a loss of draft picks? Is it going to be a fine? Is it going to be a suspension for the year for Bill Belichick like it was for Sean Payton in New Orleans? This is going to be a big-time deal. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, if this was orchestrated by Belichick, they orchestrated it in a way where it's like, we have nothing to do with them. This is news to me, you know? This right. is a separate crew outside of what we do, and I don't look at the footage. Robert Kraft Productions. No idea and they set it up in a way, if, if, underlined, bold, highlighted, if this was originally the mastermind of Belichick. Because ask yourself, isn't it kind of weird? Do you really buy that this just happens out of the blue and it is connected in no way, shape, or form to Belichick or the coaching staff? Isn't that a little hard to buy? I mean, really, there's, they have eight minutes of footage of the coaching staff and signals and all of that. It sounds pretty hard to believe in my book. What do you say? Well, I say it's hard to buy because I think that Bill Belichick, who is the so-called CEO of the organization, I think nothing happens 
in that organization that Bill Belichick doesn't know what's going on. He, he knows every everything that's going on. And, and you know, people have asked me, you know, recently, well, well, how come that he immediately didn't fire the videographer? Well, you know why? If you do, you're admitting guilt. If you fire the guy as soon as he's caught red-handed with the tape, then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he did it. He's guilty. Uh, they are scouting, so he's fired. No, you can't fire the guy because that admits guilt. Yeah, and what a weird setup where the camera crew, they're filming the sideline. They had a monitor, so the monitor was showing everything that they were filming. And that's how the Bengals guy, he was like, well, this, what are they doing? And he started recording the monitor. That's how that guy had evidence what the Patriots were doing. Or this camera crew was doing Ugh. just a weird situation, Andy. And, and, and why? Deals- I mean, it's a it's a for a one in twelve for the Bengals. I could right. see maybe if they were playing Baltimore or the 49ers or Seattle, Kansas City, the the one in twelve Bengals. Which leads me to believe that maybe this is not a first time this year, and the NFL may come out with an announcement later on that you know it's not the first game that they've done it with. Well, I mean, there are so many layers to it. I think in this day and age, there are far fewer hand signals from the sideline. Right. You've got wireless communication in the, in the, in the players' helmets. A lot of times, look at offensive coordinators or head coaches when they're calling plays. They're just covering their mouth with this giant play sheet. You can't tell anything. There aren't signals. It's not like a college football game where there are three quarterbacks and they have funny hats and just one guy's giving dummy signals and the other guy's giving the play. It's not like that in the NFL. So I think a lot of anti-patriot people, right. they take this and they just run. Oh. And they're like, oh, they've been doing this for decades now. Right. Oh, their Super Bowls That's mean why nothing. they win. Yeah, Come right. on, man. It's going way too far, the reaction of the supposed advantage, if this is even what is going on. I would say this. If it was your Dolphins or my Bengals, it would be much ado about nothing. It would. Right. right. Yes, absolutely. That's what makes it a story. The success of the Patriots makes it a story. But, yeah, other teams have done this, and they haven't been nearly as successful. So to make all of their success the byproduct of some of the shadiness is ridiculous. But that's often what people try to make it out to be. It it amazes me, I mean, that people just say, will go on and on and on, and they look at the – Past past guilt should not be in the picture of present potential guilt. And what do I mean by that? I mean, I, I compared it yesterday. I was on with Lincoln Kennedy. I compared it to Devontae's perfect situation. He got suspended for a year, not so much for the hard hits that he did this year, but for the layers of hits that he had done previously. So the Patriots are going to be punished not so much for the – quote, I use this in quotes, scouting of the Bengals as opposed to what they have done in years past with Spygate and Deflategate. That's going to hurt them. I hear what you're saying, Andy. I really do. But with this being, they set it up right if they did set it up, you know, where it's this connected but not connected to the football team. It's connected to the Patriots, but it's separate from the football team. Yeah. So it's there for the NFL to be like, yeah, it wasn't tied directly to the football team. We can't punish them without it being directly tied in. They have an out in this thing, and right. I wouldn't be surprised if they take it. I don't know oh, that yeah. they lowered the boom on the Patriots here just because of the way this whole storyline plays out. I know, and I think Robert Kraft will take Roger Goodell down to get a massage somewhere and everything will be fine. Wow, listen to you. Listen what do you to mean? L- What's listen. wrong with that? The, the, the low-hanging fruit. A pre-Christmas gift. 
What? So what if he's like, uh, what if he's celebrating Hanukkah? You know, you go get eight, eight massages. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I don't think he does. Anyway, we move on. We move on because I don't want to go down that road because it may get us in trouble. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Get us on Twitter if you have to. If you want to make a comment, we'll read it. We'll retweet it like we do at Marcel. At The No Show, and we show at Andy Furman FSR, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Now, the holidays are a great time for a family argument. And what better place than in the Bronx? Bronx Talk Radio is freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Bronx Talk Radio right around the corner. About 12 minutes before the top of the hour. We call this Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noah. I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, you want to hear something amazing? Really? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. Now. Let's go to the Bronx! Guys, 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 it's time to channel your inner New Yorker. We want to hear all the irrationalities you can spew on the hottest topics of the day. 
Something we like to call Bronx Talk Radio. Hosted by the great Chris P. All right, you freaking geniuses. Guess huh? what? It's Garrett Cole to the freaking Yankees. What we, we always say. We what? said that last week it was an Yeah, I know. Well, it happened. Nine years, $324 million. It don't matter. There's no there's no uh, salary cap in freaking baseball. You can get all the guys if you're the Yankees. How crazy is it they got that that type of cash though? I mean, good lord, three hundred and twenty-four million dollars over nine years, and I love all these people are like, he's got an opt out after year five. Really, yeah, he's gonna but- opt out of that kind of cash? You kidding no. me? Where's he gonna go? Where's he gonna go? Meanwhile, yeah. the Angels, of course, pick up their consolation prize and Anthony Rendon. Whatever. Hey, Yankees are gonna get another freaking ring. Uh, come back for America. There's a President's Cup. I guess it's in freaking golf or something. The U.S. was down about two points, which does not sound like much. But you maybe- sound like a big golf guy over there, Chris. I, I'm, I'm a really big golf guy. I like going to the links. You've got a lot of links here I like in to the eat Bronx. some links, some bacon links there. Listen to you. That Listen to good. you. Like, I could go for some links right Yeah, me now. too, That's actually. Me guy. too. Uh, were you impressed by the President's Cup comeback led by Tiger Woods or no? Or you I was impressed breakfast. by Patrick Reed's caddy going into the stands there. I don't know. I was impressed with yeah. That was impressive. That was very nice. You know, it's feast of famine with Tiger over here. You know, sometimes he's winning majors. He's a big time asset in the Presidents Cup. Other times he's uh, leaving tournaments early. It's feast right. of famine with that guy. And I get it. he's had a lot of back injuries, a lot of yeah. back surgeries. Back and he ain't a spring chicken no right. more. But it's right. one end of the spectrum or the other. It seems like with Tiger. So he shows up for this. He's not going to show up for what? what? What are you saying over here? I'm just saying sometimes he don't you show. Right? You're saying. It's you're facts. Saying. I'm now the tiger, facts tiger talk, talk is back. That's what they're saying. They're tiger talk is back. Hype. Tiger yeah. talk. That's, yeah. what he, that's what Brian Noah is saying. Tiger is back. That's what we like to hear on Bronx Talk Radio. Tiger's, Tiger's back. back. No, he was talking about Tiger's back. I was back. talking about his back. back. I wasn't Tiger saying is he's back. back. I was no, talking about his no, back. No, no, I heard Tiger is back. No, Tiger's back. No, no, you're hearing things over here. Is Tiger back or is Tiger not back? That's the only question that matters. I didn't say he was back. Listen to you. This is Bronx Talk Radio. That ship is sailed over back. He's yeah. back. Uh, he yeah. no, his no, no, his not back. He's back. He's his back. back. His sacrilegious is back. Tiger not is H-E back. H e apostrophe as he's back. No, you you're go. hearing things over there. Yeah. So Tiger's back. He's going to win three more majors. Okay, uh, right. let's move on to the UFC to the fights. We always go to the fights on Bronx Talk Radio. UFC right. 245 on Saturday night. Colby Covington law- broke his freaking jaw in a TKO to Kamara Usman. Well, he didn't break it. Someone broke it for him. Yeah, yeah. Usman yeah, why, why broke it break his own jaw? How you do well, that? Well, you want to huh? break very his own jaw. Very, very freaking carefully. That's how. Also, okay. Kamara Usman What was he doing him. his impression of Ed Norton in Fight Club? Huh? No. Is that what happened? No, he broke not. his own you gotta, jaw. You got to huh? watch another movie. Go see The Irishman or something over here. All right, so Covington's win streak snaps at seven fights, but afterwards he goes on Twitter and starts complaining about ref Mark Goddard. He says, normally people do their bleeping in the bedroom, not the octagon. I go in there to to kill or be killed. You robbed me of that. You robbed the people of a fair fight. You should be ashamed of yourself. Fake nut punch, fake eye poke, fake stoppage, fake ref. He now, did the right wow. thing to stop it. His face was full of blood. His jaw was broken. What do you want him to do? Get killed in there? It well, was a good stoppage by Goddard. 
Well, apparently Covington keeps his nuts in his belt because that's where he got punched, but I don't know. What do you think about this big What uh, What was that quote over there? Normally not, they do their bleeping in the bedroom? Not huh? the octagon. Yes. Not the octagon. Yeah, not the octagon. I it's pretty, pretty creative. That it's pretty Very creative. creative. I like that. Lines. Yeah, I like that. Very quality line. Very quality line. I'm prone to agree with him. If I had my jaw broken, I'd want the ref to stop the fight, too. I tell you that. That's true. No, you come this far. You come this far, you don't want them to stop the freaking fight. I totally totally Carried out on your shield, Andy. Yeah, you carried out on your shield. That's what warriors do. I saw it in a movie. I don't got no shield. Well, they give you a shield when you're a warrior. I don't have I'm not a warrior. Well, that's a problem. That's a real freaking problem. There's only one warrior, and that's Steph Curry. He's the only warrior. All right, settle down. 30 seconds here. Let's go down. Uh, So in a final word, you guys seen this Mr. Rogers movie yet? Not a beautiful day no. in the neighborhood. No. Well, you, you're ver- a big fan? No, no but you know no, what? No. Very wholesome. So yeah. who, who would get in a fight? Even in the Bronx, you would not get in a fight during a movie about Mr. Rogers. Well, in Philadelphia, this is from someone at NPR, Molly C. Vanesper. It happened. I witnessed the most Philly thing ever. A fight broke out during a showing of the Mr. Yeah. Rogers movie. You know, someone looks at you crazy. You don't say, oh, hey, it's the Mr. Rogers movie. It's a beautiful day in the freaking neighborhood over here. No. Boom, right cross. What do you expect? You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This might be the biggest disappointment of the season. We'll tell you all about it in just about a minute. But right now, as always, we tell you, America, it's time to wake up. Is it? Come on now. He was probably eating a carrot or something, but that's okay. Sounds pretty good. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. Of course, we're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Here he is, my guy, my partner, the one and only hardest working man in show business today, the brains of the outfit of my pal, Brian No. Hello, B. How are you? Where are your nuts? There you go. I'm great. What a great drop right there. I'm doing fantastic, Andy Furman. I hope you're doing fantastic as well. And I'm curious, based on your yeah. comment right there, yeah. what do roosters eat the most? I What's guess their carrot. main source carrot. of diet, right? What is it? Corn. I think it's corn. Corn, huh? Yeah, I think it is. Corn niblets. Interesting. I think you know, I there's uh, know. chickens and roosters all over the place in Hawaii. When you wake yeah. up, I visited there once. One of my buddies lived there at the time and you wake up and it's just it's infested they're everywhere there's like early in the morning man sometimes it's hard to sleep really yeah yeah everywhere there you go what does that mean you're not gonna go back to hawaii i mean no i'm i'm cool with it i'm down with them okay good good i mean every now and then i'm like shut up keep it down but i still i love them you know it's kind of like crows i love crows andy Furman. fun fact about myself because they're just obnoxious you know, they're, ah, ah. I love that. I walk out of work here in Portland almost uh-huh. on a daily basis, and there's just crows everywhere, and I get a kick out of them. I think they're hilarious. All right. Very good. You know what I thought was hilarious yesterday? <laughs> Watching the Army-Navy game. And I tell you what, the pomp and circumstance of that game, it's like none other. And I, I, I don't know if, in fact, years ago, the Army-Navy game was set on a stage that it's on national TV by itself. I think it was always in the middle of the season. The last several years, maybe the last five, six, seven years, they made it at the last game of the year. Oh, it's the been like the, that for a long time. Well, Andy. maybe about a dozen years or so. But I think it's great. I think it deserves to have that attention. And, you know, what I like about it is that everybody is like in the stands – 
kind of controlled. There's no one there without a shirt on. There's no one with face painting. There's no cursing. There's no jumping on the field. No cursing. There was not one curse word in Philly well, in the stands yesterday. I don't, huh? I don't think so. I think it's no, down to a minimum. not one. Down to no. a minimum. Okay. There's some. Okay. Down to a minute. Okay. Where would there be more cursing? At, at, at a Georgia-Florida game or Army-Navy game? Why Georgia-Florida? Why those teams? Huh? Because that game is usually, what, the biggest cocktail party in America? That's right. Huh? Well, if Alex Marvez is there, then right. certainly lots more cussing, you know, right. as we know our guy right. Alex. Right. Um, but I, listen, I hear, I hear generally what you're talking about where – it just has the feel. Yes. It feels different than other games. It really does. It and really it's does. cool. It's just, it's a different vibe that you get where, you know, goodness, there's service academies. There's all the pride and how much that game means. I'll say this. You ever have this, I would imagine you have, where somebody else's passion for a team makes you more interested in that team than you normally would be. I worked in Fresno, California many moons ago, mm-hmm. and one of my buddies there, Doug Ray, diehard Michigan State fan. I don't care about Michigan State, right? but because I'm friends with Doug and he was so into it, I would be more interested in what Sparty did, either in football or college basketball. And I'd text him from time to time if they had a big win and be like, Sparty, you know, I wouldn't care otherwise. So it's the same sort of idea with Army Navy. They care so much. It makes me care more than I normally would. I care about Army Navy, but I think that thing with your man in Fresno doesn't fly with me because you love the Miami Dolphins and I could give a rat's you know what about the Dolphins. All right. I'm just well, I don't saying. talk about him as much as Doug Ray talked about Michigan State. You okay. know, I, unlike you, I realize this is a national show. And I can't where, where are you going it? on this? Where are you going with this? <laughs> you know how you try to shoehorn anything Cincinnati into the show? I don't do that with the miserable Dolphins. You know, I well, put the Cincinnati the is the epicenter of sports. It might be the worst sports city in America. Really? Yeah, so why are you talking about it because, so much? Because, I mean, it's, it's a badge of honor. I mean, when you, oh, have okay. to, when you have something that's the best or the worst, I mean, you got to pump it up. By the I mean, way, I've got to play something for you. You'll laugh here, Andy. Right. I think so. Like, put the politics to the side for a second and just all listen right. to something that is hilarious. This is President Trump. A few years ago, <laughs> he was a guest on CBS's telecast. He said this about the Army-Navy game. I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily the best football, but it's very good. But boy, do they have spirit. <laughs> Isn't oh, that a pretty good description? Like, yeah. I, you know... Uh, stylistically, no forward passes. It's kind of oh, it's a rough man. watch, but man, man, do they care? They care. Yeah, yeah. That I was a great a I mean, description of it. It's football, but a different kind of football. I mean, Navy dominated Army yesterday, thirty-one-seven, and the quarterback Malcolm Perry, twenty-nine carries, three hundred four rushing yards, two touchdowns. He didn't throw a pass. He did <laughs> not throw a pass right. in that yeah. win. I mean, it's unbelievable. As a matter of fact, he had a fifteen-yard run. Let's take a listen to that fifteen-yard touchdown run. Tyreek King, Allen motion. Malcolm trying to get outside. Can he turn the corner? Malcolm Perry at the ten. Malcolm Perry at the five. He's into the end zone. He's over three hundred yards. And he puts the exclamation point on the 120th edition of the Army-Navy Classic as the Navy midshipmen with 142 to go are going to win the Commander-in-Chief's trophy for the 16th time. 
Unbelievable. Pretty good call. He sounded like a ring announcer. Yeah, he did really. The courtesy of WBAL Sports Radio in Baltimore. You know, it's amazing to me. I mean, uh, I'm sure WBAL does not carry Navy and/or Army football on a weekly basis, but this game is a a pretty big deal. It really is. I don't know about that, Andy. You think? Are you sure about that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll say this: you know, not one pass for Navy's quarterback yesterday. That's something, isn't it? And they win 31-7. I really do think, Andy, if there was a Power 5 school that got major recruits and committed to running the option, I think they could still win a national championship. I'm with you. You know why? Because you can't defend it. Can you imagine running the option in the Big 12? They couldn't stop it. They couldn't stop the big in the Big 12 conference. Come on. If you had the athletes and you committed to it, Goodness, look at what's happening to a degree with the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. Right. You know? You're exactly right. They've been incredibly successful, and it isn't just an option attack. I get it. He's leading the NFL in touchdown passes. So, Lamar backers, settle down. I'm not talking trash about your boy. I'm just saying he has been so highly effective running the football, where if you think about major college football, it's, it's an against-the-grain philosophy Everybody's going to the spread and throwing it all over the place. There's a reason. I love Notre Dame. There's a reason almost every year I watch Notre Dame play Navy when Navy's picking up five yards, these chunk plays like right. over and over. It's because they don't see it often. So imagine right. if that's a power five school with athletes running that attack. I think they could be highly successful if there was a team with the athletes that committed to that style of offense. I think the hardest thing would be to kind of selling a so-called recruit, a student athlete, I use that in quotes, selling a student athlete on the fact that we're running the option. Sure. I, I think it's hard to recruit a kid to do that. Now, I do now, too. Malcolm Perry made, a, uh, I guess, his lifelong career with the Navy and football maybe was a, an afterthought. I don't know Malcolm Perry personally, but you know, for him to play football at Navy, this is what he had to do because he wanted to go to the Naval Academy. But if you get a kid who was recruited by Oklahoma or recruited by Georgia, LSU, sure. and, and the coach is saying we're running the option, uh-uh, portal, transfer portal, please. <laughs> Hello, portal. Right, look at Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow might be the number one overall pick, just won the Heisman Trophy. 48 touchdown passes, right? So the big-time college recruit, he's thinking, well, gosh, I want to do that and potentially be the number one overall pick also. I don't want to run the option. And where's that going to get me? Where's my draft stock going to be? So, yeah, it would be difficult to recruit the high-end recruits when it comes to running that style of offense. But I still think you could recruit – enough quality if you're really committed to it and you were successful at it I think that you could challenge for a national championship okay so the question has to be asked does Malcolm Perry play at the next level and if he does does he play quarterback no no certainly not quarterback he might be you know he might be one of these guys that gets a look and there was a gosh who was the Navy quarterback that played for the Seahawks for a little bit, and he was a fifth-round pick. The name escapes me, but you might get a look and get a shot to get on the field, but no, you're not going to be a – no, right. Andy, goodness. He's not going to be a quarterback in the NFL. No, he'll play, no, he'll play in the NFL, but he's not going to play quarterback. He's not going to play quarterback. Right. No, certainly not. The next level. You know, I'm glad you brought up Lamar Jackson's name because there's something that really – 
really got under my skin, and it's still there. It's still under my skin from the Thursday night game when they beat up on the Jets, when the Jets players went over to me after the game and wanted to get his jersey and he signed their autograph. To me, that oh. is truly disgusting. That's dis- I mean, and I'll tell you why. For who? Because for who? The, Lamar or the Jets? It's a bad look for, for athletes, for fans, for both. Because what? when you're in, because it's a war. When you're on the field, it's a war. I go to baseball games. I've been to games with you. And at the batting cage, and you see these guys hugging each other before the game. No, no. Maybe before the game or after the game, not during the game when you're in uniform. It's still a war. And they're going over to Lamar. Give me an autograph. Give me a jersey. Uh, that doesn't fly with me. It's okay. wrong. All right. Here's the thing. Well, first off, to put a bow, Keenan Reynolds was the Navy player that got a look okay. with the Seattle Seahawks. All right. So what we're talking about with the Navy quarterback, right? The current guy. Yes. If, if you look at what you're bringing up, <laughs> I think this is way more on the Jets. It looks bad. Oh, yeah. Look, I don't realize this isn't life or death, but goodness, you've got multiple Jets players. Lamar is signing numerous jerseys. Jets players are coming up to Lamar like they're little kids right? getting an autograph from one of their favorite players. I, if you do one jersey swap, okay. But to have numerous Jets players after they just got waxed by three touchdowns, walking up, getting an autograph, it just looks bad. It looks like, dude, you guys have any pride? You just got crushed. Do it under <laughs> the stands. Numerous guys are going really? up there and getting an autographed jersey. I have no problem with Lamar doing it. Zero. I have no issue with that. It's more so to me the Jets. Don't you have any respect to do that? Like you said, in the locker room, in the hallway, oh. just not on the field. <laughs> He's autographing jerseys for you right there. Like, thanks, Mr. Jackson. And you run off like some eight-year-old kid like, woohoo, right. I got an autograph. It's Amazing. a bad look. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. It's a terrible look. And I'll tell you something else. You know, you wouldn't see that with the New England Patriots. I go back to Bill Belichick. It wouldn't happen there. It wouldn't happen on various teams, but it happened at the Jets. It, it just, it, it's a disgusting look. It, it just, it's really, it shows me like, it's almost like kids choosing up in the schoolyard to play football and after the game, they're going to exchange jerseys. No, this is professional football. Be a man, be a pro. You got, you got waxed, okay? Walk away and see him after the game, maybe in a restaurant or something. But you don't have a problem with Lamar though, do you? No, what is he supposed to do? Say, I'm not going to sign it? Right, yeah. I have really? no issue with what Lamar right, did. It's right. just the Jets. Like, You're my favorite player, Lamar. Can you can you make it oh. out? Yeah. To like John, a lap dog. To they John. were like lap dogs, the Jets. Yeah. Best Ugh. wishes. <laughs> come right. on, man. You can you sign it to my mom? Sign yeah. it for my mom, please, really. I mean, come on. Bad. Give me a break. It was a bad look. But this is a good look. This show's a great look. Because you're Brian Noah, I'm Andy Furman. Get us on Twitter. You got a comment? We'll read it. We'll retweet it if it's worthy. At the No Show, at the NOE Show, at Andy Furman FSR, 877-99 on Fox is our number. If you're too stupid to figure that out, I'll help you. 877-996-6369. The lineup for this hour, bottom barrel betting. Hour three, Alex Marvez, he's the chic. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insider. We got that. And I followed it up with Brian Noah, Noah. Picks, but chalk up a win for the cops. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. A real close call, that in a minute. Turn him up, that's the king, that King Cole. You're talking about Christmas. This is Christmas. This is the greatest Christmas song of all time. Wow, oh, baby. listen to you, man. I love this. I had this. no idea. I love this song. Are you kidding? You got Chestnuts gotta... roasting on an open fire. Look at you, you heathen you. You don't like this song? Yeah, I like it. I just I don't think it's the greatest Christmas song oh, of all yes, time. Oh, yes, it is. It's the Christmas song. Like the Ohio State University. It's the Christmas song. Nah, it's one of. It's not the. It's one of. No, uh, this is. I it's good. Don't get me wrong. Fun. It's good. It's Let's quality. Let's go around the room. What about Vinay? What does he think about it? Vinay? Vinay's asleep. Uh, I'm, ver- the- I'm, I'm very much against Christmas songs in general. Wow. Oh, Listen to the Grinch over there. The Goodness. best Christmas songs are in order. Uh, the Kinks, Father Christmas. <laughs> Run DMC's Hollis and Cr- Holl- Christmas and Hollis. Uh-huh. And uh, DMX's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Those are your <laughs> That's top where three. You go, huh? That's where I go uh, for my Christmas uh, What about music. What about my son? What does he have to say about it? I agree with you, Dad. I, I do. Uh, do you really? The best I mean, Christmas really? song ever, the Christmas anthem? That's what you're saying this, this is? This is it, the who, Christmas who, song. Who sang I'm, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas? Was that, was that Nat King Cole? Or Andy that, Williams. Uh, Bing Crosby, I think. Oh, that was Bing Crosby. Okay. Yeah. Well, th- those two. So... so 
Bing oh, this in, is the best. In, in that, yeah. Not the king, not King yeah. Cole. Oh, baby. I'm with you, Dad, on that one. I love you now. I love you, Chris? Love Don't you. leave Chris out. I know Chris has some thoughts on this. Is this mm. the song of Christmas, Chris? I'm tr- uh, No. It's not. Yeah, uh, it's I think close, I yeah. think it's either Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas is oh You. Oh my gosh, are you Jeez, serious? Man. Yes, I'm absolutely serious. That is probably the one good Christmas song. I work the with a guy century. named Justin Myers who is saying the same ridiculousness. He says that is the anthem of Christmas. Wow. Crazy. He's a 21st it. century anthem. I, again, name me another song from this century that's been made for Christmas. Another oh, song this century? this century? Yep. Just another know. song that's been made. That that was good. That people actually sing. I, I'm sure I there's got to be something. Listen, I'm sorry, do you want, I'm not do you want me to say Paul on. McCartney or something? Because that song is terrible. I will never play that Paul McCartney. I'm song. sorry I brought this up. Okay, right, I just happen to like pro- Matt King. You would have been better. I, I take it back. Cincinnati. It's it's it's, Andy, the, it's the Andy, Chipmunks yeah. is, is song. How about that? Oh, my word. All right. If you want to hear something amazing, though, I'll tell you this. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back match. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. Now, we got a tweet here from Jedi2 on Twitter. I Jedi2 on Twitter says, do you think Robert Kraft should suspended? No, should suspend, not not in the past tense. Should suspend Belichick if the NFL doesn't, just because his franchise is being labeled as cheaters. This is the dumbest thing I've ever read what? in my life. Wait, wait, hold on. He's saying he's saying that Robert Kraft. Oh, you know, he yeah, thinks no. that Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, <laughs> no. should suspend them if the NFL doesn't. I mean, no. come on, no. what, are come you on. are you kidding me? Really? No. I mean, yeah. first of all, even if he did, which he won't, they'd still be labeled as cheaters. They still have that moniker on them from the the flight gate and the spy gate. So that's not going to change anything anyway. Yeah. No. No. Yes. You got steer us to a good place, Andy. So far, we've got your craziness with the oh, Christmas wow. song being the Christmas song of the holiday season. And now People you got this with crazy tweet over here. Can you steer us to higher ground, I'll please? I'll try Mr. Nice Guy. Mr. Nice Guy says, if you love two-yard runs up the middle, the Army-Navy game is for you. Well, it's a different kind of football. I will tell you that. You it is. To- it's different. And I'm okay with it. I'm not sitting there. It's not edge-of-your-seat entertainment to me. But I keep going back to they care so much about it. It makes me care a little more than I normally would. Right. And it's really the last game of the regular season. So Now I ask I, you this. Yeah. Here's the question of the day. It really is. Okay. If it wasn't Army Navy, but it was two teams that played the same style of football, would you watch it? I would say no. No, the, no, but it's the tradition, right. it's the service academies, it's all the bells and whistles right. that go along with the game. It's just different, man. It's a different vibe. If it was so. Wyoming, Utah State, you wouldn't watch it. No, absolutely not. No way. There you go. All right, just checking in with you. Okay, something bigger and better right now. The Broncos are five and eight, and the Chiefs are nine and four. They play today in Kansas City, and the Broncos are getting nine and a half. But the Chiefs easily could have been eight and five. Did you hear that story about the equipment snafu with the Chiefs uh, yeah. last week? Oh my goodness, how does that happen? Yeah, well, so for the people that didn't hear, it was a team plane, and they had as much as uh, 35 helmets, 35 (laughs) shoulder pads, and they didn't (laughs) unload the plane. And the next thing they know, once they realized it, that plane's in Newark. It's over in New Jersey. (laughs) And they're like, shoot, we got to get our our stuff here. They might have had to forfeit the game, but did you hear this, Andy? They had a contingency plan. 
they contacted a local high school in the Foxborough area, right? And they were going to wear the helmets of a high school team that they have red helmets, and they had a Chiefs-like logo. They just wow. had an M instead of a KC for the name of the school. <laughs> but how cool is that? Can you imagine if you're like, yeah, Patrick Mahomes rocked out my helmet in the game against the Patriots? It almost came to that. That's amazing. But the equipment bo- got back there, and they were good to go. But with a police escort from Newark, New Jersey. How That's wild how is that, out. man? Can That's you imagine amazing. that phone call? Oh, gosh. But could you imagine Are we going to need Chiefs- a police escort? Okay, cool. Why? Uh, someone didn't unload the plane. We've got about 35 helmets, 35 shoulder pads for the Chiefs. You know, like, what's the other end of that conversation? Really? That that? Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll hook you I'm up. I'm wondering <laughs> if that equipment manager of the Kansas City Chiefs was let go of his position, terminated for that deal, number one. And number two, how embarrassing, how bad would it have been if the Chiefs got a loss? As it turned out, they got an upset win over oh, the man. Patriots. Can you imagine week, that? Can you, can you imagine if they had to forfeit? Oh, man. It's amazing. It really is. But I don't think they have that problem today. I think they roll over Denver today. Although Denver's playing better with Drew Locke, believe it or not. And I don't know if Drew Locke is getting better or it's because no one has tape on Drew Locke because last week against the Texans, he was 22 or 27, 309 yards and three touchdowns. Is he coming of age or maybe there's not enough scouting tape on him? Yeah, you got to tread lightly on this one because – Think of a couple of quarterbacks that had really good success and then went the other way. Think about Kyle Allen with the Carolina Panthers, right? Mm-hmm. Remember him taking over for Cam Newton? He was lighting it on fire. And then you gave it a few more weeks and not lighting it on fire anymore. So you got to see more from Drew Locke. Maybe he's the real deal. I don't right. know. But I certainly am not convinced yet. I'll tell you that much. It's going to take a lot more to say, okay, this guy truly is the real deal. He's For John Elway's sake, signs. I hope he, he is. Good. Yeah, because John Elway, I mean, he's had a lot of misses on quarterbacks. And for his sake, I hope he is the real deal because Joe Flacco basically flamed out pretty good. Yeah, and the last Broncos quarterback to win his first two starts was Trevor Simeon. Oh. So, it, it, again, it's a reminder of maybe you shouldn't completely buy in and be convinced that Drew Locke is the truth, you know? Time will tell. He's off to a very good start. And against the Chiefs defense today, that they've been playing better as of late, but still leaves a lot to be desired. I want to see this game. You know, it's a 10-point spread. It keeps fluctuating between 9.5 and, and 10. Right. It's currently 10. Um, but for the Chiefs, how about their offense? Their offense has not been nearly as prolific as it was last season. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes has been dinged up a little bit this year. It has something to do with that. But I also think it has something to do with defensive coordinators catch up to these prolific offenses. That's a great point. offenses like Patrick Mahomes doing 50 touchdown passes, that doesn't happen consistently at all. You know, that's and a tremendous point. That you with just the Chiefs bring up. offense. Right. He got 21 touchdowns and three INTs. And I think that, uh, and we use the term elite, elite quarterbacks. And I think that that term has to be locked up in a safe for a while because after several years, maybe you could put that term on a quarterback. What do I mean by that? Don't say Patrick Mahomes is elite yet. He may be on his Ooh. way. And the same thing may happen to Lamar Jackson. Let's see what he does next year after defenses kind of figure him out, too. That's the key right there. Now, Mahomes is having a good year. Quarterback rating over 105. Sure. And he's got 21 TDs and three interceptions. But the point is, he's nowhere near where he was last year with 50 touchdowns. Yes, I know he was hurt. But I think defenses have caught up to him. And we'll see what happens next year with Lamar Jackson with defenses.
Yeah, it's an interesting point by you. And the funny thing with me is that I have no problem saying Patrick Mahomes is elite right now. And I get it. You're saying, hey, small sample size. You got to give it more time. I look the other way. And when you give me 50 touchdown passes and you showcase the playmaking ability and he truly is an elite quarterback. The weird thing with me is I hear you when it comes to Lamar. And he just broke Michael Vick's single-season quarterback rushing record, as we all know, and he's leading the league in touchdown passes. And so I'm really, I'm fact-checking myself. You know, I'm like, am I wrong for saying, I I can't, I grip my teeth and say, I got to give it a little bit more time with Lamar Jackson. You do. To brand him elite. But I think a lot of it stems from his record-breaking run when he, he surpassed Michael Vick. He got smacked. It was a hard hit. And I don't like how many chances Lamar Jackson takes. I'm worried that he's not going to walk away upright uh, for too much longer. And I don't want to see that. I'm not rooting for it. But that's one of the reasons why I think I'm skeptical to buy in and say he's truly elite is because he takes so many chances. I don't see it being a long-term formula. I want to continue this conversation, but we have to get to my son in just about a minute. You're Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We're live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Doesn't anyone want to win this thing? That's next, but first, to a real winner, my kid, Brian Fenley with the latest. Hey, hey, thanks so much, Daddy. And as we approach today's NFL kickoffs, which are beginning at 1 p.m. Eastern time, Steelers running back James Conner is slotted to start today as he recovers from a shoulder injury, this according to NFL Network. He likely will share carries though, with Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell. The Chiefs plan on having pass rusher Frank Clark in the fold today versus the Broncos. He's being treated for a stomach issue. Chiefs ball carrier Damian Williams to be inactive today with a rib issue and an illness. Texans wide receiver Will Fuller, despite a hamstring ailment, that's not stopping him from playing today. Patriots wide out Julian Edelman, who is suffering from an array of different injuries, will get a workout in this morning to gauge whether or not he, he is going to be a go today. Broncos tight end Noah Fant appears a thumbs up to play despite hip and foot issues. And the Cowboys are expected to have linebacker Sean Lee back from pectoral and thigh injuries and have, have him back in the fold. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow extinguishes any suspense in the Heisman selection process by winning via a record margin. He took 91% of the first place votes. And from one Tiger to another, Tiger Woods captains the United States over the internationals to come back and win the President's Cup. 16-14 the final score Sunday in Australia. Woods as a player went 3-0 on the week. He is 1-0 as a captain. And Kamaru Usman pounces on the welterweight title, winning it in the fifth round via TKO over Colby Covington in UFC 245. And then Usman went over and gave an uppercut to Andy Furman. Back to Andy Furman and Brian No. Thank you very much. See you in an hour. Now, each one has their own incentive. We'll get to that in just about a minute. We've crossed the 50-odd line on what we call Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. And welcome back, everybody, to the Fox Sports Radio Studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Bottom barrel betting with Vin A. In less than 10 minutes. And I want to get back to that conversation of elite. And you talked about Lamar Jackson. I know you keep on talking about the fact that he may get hurt with the running. Mm-hmm. And I got a philosophy. I got a feeling on that. I got a different take on, than basically everybody in America on this. I think that uh, when a guy runs in the quarterback position, 
you have more control over your own destiny. What do I mean by that? You know if you're going to go for the extra yard. You know when you're going to slide or not slide. I think there's more damage and more danger for a quarterback to remain in the pocket where no, he could get hit high or your low. Mind. You no? are out of your mind no, on I'm this not. one, Andy. And I've heard, there are different I've heard, protections. He's a no. running back, rules-wise. He doesn't have the same protections, any quarterback running, as you do in the pocket. So just rules-based, that's wrong, flat-out wrong. You can get smacked in the helmet. Look at Josh Allen, the Bills quarterback. He got hit helmet-to-helmet against the Patriots in Week 4. No penalty, not even a penalty in the open field like that. So it, that's it's different. It's different. No. You when know you're when running. you're going to slide. And I don't you care know, if you're like no, you know no. when you're going to slide. You know when you don't. He yeah. doesn't slide. So whether he knows where he's going to slide or not, if he isn't sliding, it doesn't matter. I just don't see him getting hurt. I think there's more of a chance of him getting hurt. It's a quarterback could get hurt in the pocket where it could break down, where you no can get way. hit high or low. That's no my way. take. And I think you if can't. you can't, it's you're, it's illegal to get hit low in the pocket. You I know but you that. do, it's but the you Tom do. Brady rule. But you do get hit low, and they do hit you low. You they don't can. get hit low as much in the pocket with it being illegal than when you are running in the open field. Well, you know what? That's my take. I think if you were to poll quarterbacks in the NFL, and I wish there was a poll of quarterbacks, and they say that where you could get hurt more, I just think that guys who run, running quarterbacks, do control their own destiny, knowing when can I take that extra yard? Should I go out of bounds? Should I slide? Should I go head first? You're controlling your own destiny. You know if no, you're going to get hit or not. Andy, you're so off on this no, one. No, I don't think so. It's not – <laughs> It's far riskier to run without the same protections than it is to pass with more protections. And Uh. look, it's just the numbers. They're skewed because how many more quarterbacks stay in the pocket and throw compared to tuck it and run? There aren't a ton of quarterbacks that tuck it and run like Lamar. So, of course, the injury numbers are going to be skewed that way. But look how many guys have gotten hurt. Look at RG3. RG3 running the ball. His career was derailed by it. I understand. Listen, I'm not against running the football. I love what Russell Wilson does the most. He gets what he can get, and then he slides, and he keeps himself upright. I just think that Lamar, he's playing with fire. It's just a matter of time. I'm not rooting against the guy. I would compare it like this real fast. Name the running quarterbacks in the history of the National Football League and how many of them really got knocked out, knocked out cold, and lost a career. Look at Cam Newton right now. Guy can't stay healthy. You think that's something to do with him running the football? Do you think it's him being a a pocket quarterback? No, I just don't think he's a running quarterback. I mean, he's just a big guy. He's he's not nimble. He's a tank. He's built like a tight end. Come on. Yeah, right. And he's still banged up. Because he's That's not a running quarterback. He doesn't unfolds. have speed. He doesn't Johnny have speed Manziel, like a Tim Tebow, the list okay. on and Fred on and on. Michael Vick. Michael Vick Fred. getting banged up running okay. the football. Like you're taking on safeties and linebackers. It's just a matter of time until you get nicked up. This is it's inevitable. Argument. This is a discussion, an argument that basically is just going to go out the window and we, we move on. Because I said that each team here has their own incentive, and I say who's going to want to win this thing. The Eagles are playing the Redskins today, and it's a mess because the Eagles are 6-7, and seven, Redskins 3-10. and 10. Uh, Monday night, the Eagles beat the Giants in overtime. Redskins lost at Green Bay. And honestly, right now, they say if the Eagles win out, they're going to win that division. Who really wants to win this division? And there's a good chance the Eagles can, in fact, win out. Washington today. Dallas is a big game next week. That's going to be home in Philadelphia. And they end the season at the Giants. So there's a possibility there. But honestly, it's up for grabs. 
Yeah, what a horrible division, oh, man. One thing disgusting. to look at in this game, Adrian Peterson needs one rushing touchdown to tie Walter Payton. That would be fourth on the all-time list. And also, you need 65 rushing yards to tie Hall of Famer Curtis Martin for fifth in all-time rushing yards. So think about the career Adrian Peterson has had. Right. And when you can get alongside Walter Payton touchdowns and Curtis Martin rushing yards, that's pretty impressive. But, Andy, I thought that – I'll bring this up. Vic Fangio, the head coach of the Denver Broncos, yes. tying into this, what we're talking about, the Eagles and the Cowboys fighting it out for the division – Mm-hmm. He had an idea to restructure the playoffs. I'm curious what you think about this. I, I, I like it. You like this, I think yeah. Because I, I don't want to see a team in the playoffs with a record of 7-9. and nine. Seattle, right, okay. Seattle so went to the playoffs several years ago. For the people that don't know, he said, you take a team from one conference. He says, get, a, get rid of divisions. Forget them. Don't need right. them. So he says the conferences stay the same, 16 in the AFC, 16 in the NFC. So take a team. We'll just take the Eagles because we're talking about them. Right. The Eagles play all 15 teams in the NFC, and they'll play one team from the AFC. And he says those natural rivalries, let's say it's Eagles-Steelers every year. That was his idea. And he says you take the the six teams with the best records in each conference, boom, there you go. And you're okay with that. You think that's good? You you don't like it. I mean, it's not the worst idea. Um, I just think it's too radical. I would well, rather. I, I think it gets rid of the fact that you got a team that may have a 500 or sub 500 record going to the playoffs, which I think is a joke. And I remember several years ago, Seattle did go to the playoffs with a sub 500 record. And what happens yeah. if they win? I mean, it, it doesn't Look, make any sense. You don't deserve to go postseason. I dislike when you get that home game. I don't like when you yeah. get the home game automatically winning a division, even if your record is way worse than a wild card team. I think that's garbage. Right. I don't have as big of a problem with you just getting in if you win your division. Because look at this, Andy, from the NFL's perspective, they want these division games to mean a lot. And if it doesn't even mean that there's a playoff berth on the line and you couple it with a down division, like it's a stinky year for a division, it's going to hurt revenue. It's going to hurt ratings. It's going to hurt attendance and all of that. So I think that getting into the playoffs, I'm all right with that. I just hate the home game that you're automatically awarded. That's garbage. I'm with you on that. I will say this much. The Eagles are 6-7. and Should they win out? I have no problem with a 9-7 and record going to the playoffs. They finish 9-7. and That's okay. It's not a big deal. You just deal. hate the sub-500. Oh, 500 yeah. or sub-500 is terrible. By the way, in this game today, Washington's getting four and a half at Philadelphia. And I oh, tell it's you what, pumped up, man. It's six and a half now. Really? Oh, wow. yeah. And There's this a lot of money coming in for the Eagles. Morning. Really? Well, you know, I said uh, going to the segment, both teams have added incentives in this game. The Eagles have an incentive to win for the postseason. The Redskins have an incentive to lose for the draft. Yeah, <laughs> Right. They really do. As a Dolphins fan, I keep pulling for these teams that have horrible records to win. I'm like, go Redskins. Come on. Win this game. Get to four and ten. I hope that happens today. But I hope the Redskins win, too, and I'll tell you why. And it's really a a weird reasoning, and uh, you you would expect that from me. I want to see what Jerry Jones does if Dallas wins the division. Does Jason Garrett? It doesn't matter. Do, I don't they think, gotta I think go he's far gonna, in the well, playoffs. They got to go deep. They got to go deep in the playoffs. Yeah, You're right. Yeah. But, but, but I also think a this. Pressure on him. Yeah, real fast. How about all the heat that Jason Garrett has gotten this season, and deservedly mm-hmm. so. Very talented team. They're sub five hundred. Right. How about a little more heat for Doug Peterson? Right. It's a little well, bit I more. I know he's won factor. a Super Bowl, but they got a lot of talent on that team, and they're six and seven. Are you serious? They got blown out 
by the Cowboys, 37 to 10. Yeah. I haven't heard a peep about Doug Peterson this year nationally or Anthony Lynn with the Chargers. They're 5 and 8. They got all kinds of talent over there, 5 and 8. Yet it's Jason Garrett. He's the whipping boy. He's the piñata. I think there should be well, more criticism team. for Doug Peterson and Anthony Lynn. Well, I'm sure there's a lot of criticism in Philadelphia, which is, uh, you know. Nationally. Look, that's why I said nationally. Look, yeah, yeah, you're local. to Fine. Of course, Philly's going to be a hardcore town. They're going to beat up on him. But nationally, you don't hear anything about those guys. It's just Jason Garrett. Well, it's America's team. That's what you got to do. You know, I'm sorry to say, and Jerry Jones has a lot to do with that too. You know, after every game, sure. Jason Garrett has a news conference, and Jerry has his own news conference. I mean, it's that, so ridiculous. It's crazy. It really is. <laughs> it's so bad the position that he's putting Jason Garrett in. And look, it's not. I don't need to get the violin out and play this sappy tune about <laughs> oh, poor Jason Garrett. He's got to do better, no doubt about it. But. Jerry Jones makes that gig way more challenging the way he just handles normal, everyday business. Because Jerry Jones makes Jason Garrett like playing a marionette. He has him about his strings. That's what he does. But, you know, when you coach in Dallas, you're at the mercy of Jerry Jones. You know, that's what it is. It's a micromanagement situation. Yeah. And, you know, some coaches could live by that. Some can't. And it's tough. It really is. Brian, no Andy Furman together. We call it Fox Football Sunday. It's like an ice cold beer in the desert. We call it bottom barrel betting. And it's freaking next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. 
Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's like very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Bun and barrel betting right around the corner. He's Brian Noam, Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday, about 11 minutes before the top of the hour. And we got a game to play, so what are we waiting for? You got that thing for me? It's bottom. bottom. You thought you was late. You put my money to sleep. You go get my money or I'll put your brain to sleep. Yes, it is. And here's the one and only host, the best of the best. His name is Vinay. Hello, Vinay. Good morning, gentlemen. I got to ask real quick before we get to these picks. um, What's with the Homer thing? Are we, are yeah, we still calling me out for having the Nationals, Nationals logo? Yeah. yeah, well, you got the Nationals logo there. Why not? When they're not World Series champs, I will take it down. Wow. We didn't see it before that. they were World Series champs. Though. I put right. it, no, I put it up. <laughs> it's actually been my background for a while on my computer, and I put it up when they won the series after the Dodgers, I think. There's nothing wrong with mm, it. Yeah. Don't no. take it personally. It's I'm a, not taking it personally. It's a badge just, of honor. I was just wondering. I do love my Nationals, so that's the do. only team I'm truly homerish about. Just like Brian loves his nuts and bolts, whatever <laughs> they are that he eats. <laughs> that was, that what? All right, so uh, not a great week for you guys last week. Uh-oh. What? Both losers. Andy really? going one and four. Brian going two and three. Winner, nice. winner. It's so. all that matters. Okay? It's so like the NFC. That's East. like winning the division with a losing record. Going to the playoffs, baby. <laughs> so Las Vinny takes home the house wins this that last wow. week. So we're on to the semifinals, guys. Two more rounds in the uh, in the playoffs here. You're still for, alive, For huh? your guy. Yeah, he's. I'm still alive. Who are you up against today? I am up against Anthony, who tied me in the uh, division league for uh, the side of the division that we were on. All right, big Anthony Gargano. uh, No, not Anthony Gargano. Anthony Martin. He's our uh, former former editor. He's moved on to greener pastures back to uh, Colorado, but he's still part of the league. All right, all right. So we move on this week. He's got Ryan Tannehill. I've got TD passes against the Texans over under of two and a half. What do you guys think? It's a good line. You got Derrick Henry in the backfield. I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm going to take the over. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to take the under. Just because you took the over, I'm taking the under. Hey, see what spite gets you. All gets right. you a losing week in bottom barrel betting. It's about hate it. It's hating. I'm All right, next matchup. We're going to yeah. go with uh, Alvin Kamara. Rushing yards against the Indianapolis Colts. I've set an over-under of 50 and a half yards. What do you guys think? You know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go under because there'll be a lot of passing in that game too. And passing out of the back. Wait, wait, total yards? Passing out of rushing the back. Rushing yards. Oh, rushing, rushing yards. Okay. Only. Under. Under. Okay. <laughs> I'm going over. I know the Saints O line a little bit banged up, but they gotta get Kamara going in the running game. So give me the over in that one. All right. Okay, so then moving on to the uh, 49ers-Falcons game, we got Julio Jones receiving yards against the 49ers over under of 75 and a half. What do you guys think? I'm going over. I know he's been under 100 for, what, four straight games, but yeah. that secondary of the 49ers is really banged up, so I'm taking the over. I'm going the under because I don't think I'll have enough time to get the pass out. Mm. Okay. I'm going under. All, All right. right. Two what more left. What? We're going to go to uh, Dallas and the Rams. Amari Cooper, how many catches does he get this week? I got an over-under of five and a half. Ooh, 
It's a good line. You're wow. up, Andy. I go under. I go under on that. They'll be handing the football. That's rough. I'm going to take the over reluctantly. They got to go to him early spite, and often, but that's spite, tough. It's a spite tough. move. It's a All spite right, last move. one. Last one. All right, last one. Travis Kelsey receiving yards against the Broncos over under of 70 and a half yards. Yes. What do you got here, guys? You go. Mm. I'm going to grip my teeth, white knuckle it, and take the under. You know, I love Travis Kelsey. He's a Cincinnati kid, but I'm going to go under as well. Ten wow. We Can't go. believe you went under. I All right. Let's we'll see By how we way, do. This team is on life support. We're going to tell you which one on Fox next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It comes to an end today. We'll get to that in just about a minute. But right now, America, it's that time. Wake up. Thank you very much. He's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. We're coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We're brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. Now, without further ado, the brains of the outfit, my partner, my friend, the hardest working man in show business today. His name is Brian No, and this is the hour of power. The power hour for the powerful man himself. Hello, B. How are you? Apple cinnamon. Doing great, Andy Furman. I had apple cinnamon Nutri-Grain bars yesterday morning. That's why I opted for the cherry Pop-Tarts this morning. I know you keep close tabs on what I eat yeah. uh, uh, breakfast-wise over the yeah. weekend, so I just wanted to let you know that. But I'm thrilled to be here with you, Andy Furman. I'd like to add a little bit more about Joe Burrow. You want to talk about the Heisman winner just for a few minutes here? Please do. Andy Furman, you up for that? Be my guest. Okay. I just there was something that Bruce Feldman said earlier th- earlier this week. He was a guest on the Rich Eisen show, mm-hmm. and he was talking about Ed Orgeron. And I think that if you you really break it down, Joe Burrow and Ed Orgeron have had some similar uh, challenges to get to the point where they are right now. But this yeah. is what Bruce Feldman talked about on the Eisen show. He was talking about Ed Orgeron getting bypassed in 2013 for the USC job. Check this out. You have a lot of people at USC, especially back in that Pat Hayden regime, who couldn't get past what Ed Ogeron sounded like. Ed Ogeron's not a country club guy. I don't think Pat Hayden, who was the decision maker at the time, that's just not the kind of guy he 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 wanted, and I just don't think he could get past it. Kind of interesting, right? Where Isn't it a shame, though? I mean, yeah, it I'm is. sure that's why he didn't get the job, because he sounds like a pro wrestler. He's, <laughs> right. I never, it had something to do with it. I'm and sure it did. Look at Ed O's resume. Look at where he's been, where at Ole Miss, he was 10 and 25, and that was thrown in his face numerous times. He goes over to USC, has a success as an interim head coach, wants the head coaching job, bypassed, doesn't get it. We don't right. want you. And then he ends up at LSU, and now he's flourishing. It's similar to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow was lightly recruited, goes to Ohio State, didn't get the playing time. Numerous colleges, like, you're not good enough. We don't want you. Nebraska said thanks, but no thanks. He ends up at LSU. He flourishes. So I think when you heard Joe Burrow get choked up last night with the acceptance speech, and they showed Ed Orgeron, who was choked up listening to the acceptance speech, I think it's they they really click because they've had similar challenges and similar hurdles that they've had to jump over to have the success that they're enjoying now. 
I think we should hear Joe Burrow thanking his coach O again because it was such an emotional speech, such a choked-up speech where he's holding back the tears Joe Burrow was. I, you got to hear it again. Let's let's hear it. Coach O. You have no idea what you mean to my family. You know, I didn't play for three years. You took a chance on me, not knowing if I could play or not. And I'm forever in your, forever grateful for you. Can you imagine a guy like Coach O giving me the keys to, to his football program? He just means so much to me and my family. And to LSU, I sure hope they give him a lifetime contract. He deserves it. Tremendous, really. Storybook ending when you think about it for both. For both. Because when you think things are the worst, and it happens in life so many times, when you kick to the curb and you think things are at its bleakest, at its darkest hour, Things somehow turn around because good things happen to good people. And I got to believe it. I've never met Joe Burrow. I may meet him next year when he comes to Cincinnati, when yeah. he comes to Cincinnati Bengal. But good things happen to good people. And I think he's a good kid. That speech tells me he's got a heart. He's got emotion. Well, to, I, I love what, I hear I you. It's one of these deals. Just keep after it. You know, just keep going after it. And Ed O kept doing that. After USC said thanks but no thanks, Joe Burrow kept doing it. After this, in his own words. I wanted to go to Nebraska. They told me I wasn't good enough. <laughs> think, about, think about where wow. Nebraska football has been wow. the last decade or so, right? Like, they said no, but they kept after it. They kept going. And you've got to appreciate stories like that because there are I, a lot of people like that, that say, you know what, eh, it's too hard. Maybe this isn't for me. And they start doubting themselves and they give up. And both Ed O and Joe Burrow didn't do that. It's I'm going to throw your name story. in that, too. I mean, you talk about people who work in radio are like nomads anyway. Look, I mean, I, I, I don't know your resume personally, but I do know that you've worked in upstate New York and Albany. You worked in Fresno. You just kept at it. You kept at it until the door opened, and now you're national on Fox Sports Radio. That's the way it is. I mean, if you're a radio person, you have to have that internal willpower because it's like being a minor league baseball player. You're going to spend some time on the buses in the minors before you get the call to the big show. Yeah, and thank you for that, but it's very true. It, it's very rare. Take many businesses. It's rare that the door just opens up and it's smooth sailing. It just doesn't work like that. So you got to stick with it. Now, on a lighter note, Andy, I've got some audio for, to play here. We got to interview Joe Burrow last year. This was after a game. Mm-hmm. LSU won. I was doing a show with Ephraim Salam, and we were talking about soup, of all things, with Joe Burrow. Check this out. He's got some hot takes when it comes to soup. Joe, great performance by your squad today. I'm sure you're very excited. you have any big plans tonight? I'm just going to go home, watch some games, eat some soup with my family. Did you say eat some soup, Joe, or did I miss <laughs> Absolutely. My mom, my mom comes into town and makes some soup for me every week. What kind of and soup? Be- vegetable beef this week. We're going to hone in on the game, but I'm going to stick with soup for a second here, Joe. <laughs> what is your favorite and least favorite soup? Least favorite soup, Italian wedding soup. Horrible. <laughs> not, not a fan. Favorite soup? That's a tough question. I would say I got to go with gumbo if that's a soup. 
There you go. How about that? Good thing you said gumbo. That's big in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, now when, when he gets to the draft and when they put up his name, is it going to be B-U-R-R-O-W, B-U-R-E-A-U-X? I love that. It was a shout out to LSU and the tradition over there spelling his name like that. What an awesome way to go out where that was the senior day performance, right? Where Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last game of the year and they crushed it that game. Um, yeah, it's very memorable season. By the way, have you had Italian wedding soup? I haven't yeah, had that. I don't Andy. like. Do it. you like it? He was very no. against yeah, Italian. I, you know, wedding. no one mentions. No one mentions like onion soup. No one mentions uh, clam chowder. It's always vegetable or chicken. Chicken with rice. They don't mention the clam chowders at all. I like clam chowder on Friday. It's a big deal. At restaurants. I like clam chowder. You're big Manhattan on clam chowder or New England. Either one. Yeah. By the way, by the way, a, a bow on this Joe Burrow thing. Yeah. Which do you think is the better matchup for the national championship? Is it LSU against Ohio State and Joe Bingo, Burrow's that's gotta former be it. team? That's or, the story or is it line. the defending champs? Clemson, they're defending champs. Anytime right. you get a team trying to repeat and the other team trying to prevent them from that, trying to get to championship success themselves, Dabo Sweeney is very outspoken. That'd be a really interesting matchup. Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. That's a sexy matchup, too. Which do you think is yeah, better? Yeah, but the better storyline's got to be him going back to play at Ohio State, a team that yeah. didn't want him, a team that kicked him to the curb, couldn't see the light of day at Ohio State. I love it. That's got to be the story. And I think Clemson could beat Ohio State. Oh, I, absolutely, I think that yeah. could be the case. Yes. I I. <laughs> That's gonna be a great, great game, man. Yes, I hope will. I hope Clemson smacks him around thirty one nothing like they did in the playoff. Yeah, we both agreed to that situation. Teams that we kind of dislike I just hate as Ohio State. The amount of props that Ohio State has gotten this season. It's over the top. It's crazy. Some people are like yeah. they don't have a weakness at any position. I want them to get blown out because I've heard that throughout the entire year. It's crazy. I'm, I'm with you, you know, and, and it's funny because, and look, I understand that there's braggadocious out there, the teams, uh, the fans of these various teams. I mean, I, I lived in various college towns where the, the people are just like over the top. And, you know, Kentucky basketball fans are that way, Oklahoma football fans are that way, but Ohio State football fans, oh my word, it would be nice to kind of put the lid on them for a day. Just yes. put for a day, really. By the, by the way, real fast, speaking of putting a lid on someone for a day. <laughs> Got a tweet here from Cubs 2016 World Series champions. Mm. It hates me. It pains me to even say that. You know how I hate the Cubs as right, a Cardinals a fan. Cardinals but there's a funny tweet here. He said, please tell me the hashtag Mariah Carey guy is an unpaid intern. Of course, he's talking about our guy, Chris, technical oh. producer, who says that all I want for Christmas by Mariah Carey is the Christmas song of Christmas songs. I think Chris should defend himself. I really I, do. I don't. I think that Cubs oh. 2016 World Series champions has spoken. I left the record stand for myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> History will vindicate me. Well, you see, here's the thing, though. I mean, agree or disagree, I got to stick with Chris because he's on our team. You know, I'm loyal nope. to the people nope. I work with. Nope. You know, maybe you're Sorry. not. If it's a I bad am. take, I don't you're know out on your own. On I don't care if you're part of the team. Bad take, get out of here. You're out yeah. on an island when it comes to that. And maybe you wrote that. Maybe it's one of your it's fake accounts. It's my burner account, huh? Yeah. yeah that would be a great burner account to really yeah. disguise it. 
giving a shout out to the Cubs. Right. Because you would never see that coming. You know what? Exactly. Yeah, it's not my burner account, but that's a good thought process by you, Andy. Uh, that means it may happen down the road. Okay, speaking of down the road, today is a big day, at least in the city of Oakland. It's the last game yeah. ever. Last game ever. So you're not going to see that baseball infield dirt on your TV screen anymore during a football game <laughs> in the National Football League. The Jaguars are the host. Four and nine Jaguars at the Raiders who are six and seven. And according to the line here today from about 7 a.m. Eastern time, Jacksonville's getting six and a half. Yeah. Yep. Six and a half. Yeah, and it's I mean, man, like both teams have been so bad lately. You look at Jacksonville. They've lost five straight games all by at least 17 points. They're 0 for 5 against the spread. Yeah. And the Raiders, they've, they've lost, lost three, straight. three straight by at least yeah. 21 points. Yeah. So something's got to give today. I think that the Jags' rush defense is so hideous, and they're expecting Josh Jacobs to go, even though he's got that shoulder issue, a fractured shoulder. But if the Raiders, they should be able to run the ball effectively. If you can run the ball effectively at home in the final home game, they're going to be going nuts over there today. So I like the Raiders. You going and more than and that, the Raiders today? have a, a little bit. The door is still open, just a slight. There's a shadow there of a playoff hope left, and they desperately need to win to stay alive in the AFC postseason race. But if so, they make it there, it's not going to be a home game. You know? So no. this is it. This is, oh, this it is the final regular season game. I can tell you what, it's going to be bedlam over there because I know what happened in Cleveland when the Browns left the last game. They were ripping seats out of the stands. They're going to do the same thing there today. I know it. Are you taking the silver and black to cover, though? Six and a half. You like him by a touchdown? Yeah, I do. I really do. And I think there's going to be a lot of emotion there. Uh, Lincoln Kennedy says there'll be a lot of ex-players on the field uh, at halftime. And it'll be just a lot of uh, black and gold on that field today. And I think that's going to push them over the top. And plus, they're a better team than the Jags. They really are. Yeah. By the way, I've got a quick story for you on the other side. Controversy. Really? I pick three games against the spread with Ephraim Salam each week. We've got 500 American dollars on the line. Really? There's a little controversy tied into this game that we were just talking about. I'll be quick. Quick story for you on the other side, Andy. I can't wait to hear it. Okay, he's Brian No. Get him on Twitter at The No Show. I'm Andy Furman. You can get me at Andy Furman FSR, or you can get us both on the telephone. Yes, there's still use, people still use the phone. He can. At 877 on Fox, it's a toll free call, 877-996-6369. And we have at the bottom of the hour the Sheik. That's Alex Marvez. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL insider. He's the maven of the NFL. Follow that up with my guy, Brian No and Knows Picks, but he better go deep to save his seat because it's real hot. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. His successor may already been picked. We'll get to that in just about a minute. 20 past the hour on Fox Football Sunday. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. Hey, by the way, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cashback match. And you got something to say? Say, my man, Brian, no, you got a little bit of a controversial item. Do it. Yes. So quick storyline for you here. I pick three games against the spread each week against Ephraim Salam, former NFL player, host on Fox Sports Radio. So he's got a new writing gig. He normally appears on my show each Friday in Portland and we make our picks. He couldn't make it this week, so we did it over the phone this week. Okay? Uh, uh-huh. And so it was time for my last pick, and I said I was going with the Raiders, minus six and a half, and my thinking was I feel more confident about the Raiders at home, minus six and a half, than I did the Seahawks on the road, favored by six and a half. Really? And so he says, well, I'll take Jacksonville then. And I was like, wait, I took the Raiders. He's like, no, 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 you said Jacksonville. So there was controversy. I said, all right, well, I'll just punt on that game. And so I ended up taking the Seahawks and laying the points, and he took the Panthers. So you see where I'm going here, Andy. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping that the Seahawks cover. If they do, all is good. But if the Seahawks don't cover and the Raiders do, I'm going to be annoyed. <laughs> like that can't it, but, happen. But I'm down two and a half games and a half. in the season standings. It's go time here with only you three weeks go. left. Carolina's getting six and a half. I think Seattle will cover that. 
I hope they do because for my sanity, that needs to happen. Yeah, and that game, I believe, was it at Carolina? Yeah. It is. On the early start time for the Seahawks, you know? I just hope they cover, man. All will be right as long as they cover. Now I'm praying for you because you'll have a bad attitude. So Thank they you. Don't. I, know. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm hoping there. Okay. By the way, bottom of the hour, like less than 10 minutes from now, we'll have Alex Marvez. He's the Sheik. He's Fox Sports Radio's NFL Insiders. We'll chat with him. But we talk about the Dallas Cowboys. It's a pretty good game, really, on oh, paper yeah. at least. Rams 8-5 and five at the Cowboys 6-7. and seven. And, uh, and I'm looking over here at a line here. You got a line on me? Point and a half. Rams are favored half. by a point and a half. Wow. Wow. That's a pretty good one right there. But... I mean, uh, Jason Garrett right there on the hot seat. he got to go deep, as you mentioned. He's got to go deep into the playoff. He wants to coach the Cowboys next year. The big question is, who's next to coach the Cowboys? Urban Meyer? Will Urban Meyer be a good pro coach? I'm not so certain he will be. First of all, I don't want to see him leave Fox because I think he's doing an outstanding job with the Fox College pregame show, so I like that. But as far as a college coach where you have so much control and so much power, you can't have that in the pros, and I don't know if he could adapt to that. Yeah, I hear you, Andy. And you know, it's crazy because the Cowboys still have a great chance to make it to the playoffs this year. Uh And with as much talent as they have, they're capable of getting hot at the right time, right? And it's because of Jerry Jones, a lot of the focus is on who's the next coach. Right, right. If they win this game today... And it's a monster game next week against the Eagles. But the Eagles, they're incredibly beatable this year. Goodness, they haven't looked good throughout most of the year. And it's right there. The division is for the taking for the Cowboys. And it's all about who the next head coach is going to be. It's Jerry Jones does this to himself. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I think he likes to talk, but the point is that they lost three straight. It's a biggie today. If they lose today, it's all over, really. But they got Philadelphia at Philly next week. It isn't. I disagree, Andy. You like think? they could lose today, and even if the Eagles win, if they as long as the Cowboys win next week, they're back in first place. They're back in first place at what would it be? They would because be because they would have swept the season series against Yeah, they'd Philadelphia. be seven yeah. and eight if they lose today and win next week against the Eagles. And they're back in first place because they've won both head-to-head games against the Eagles. They could lose today and still be okay if they win next week. They had a biggie. They beat Philadelphia earlier on in the season, like 37-10. And then the end of the season, they got a a gimme with the Washington Redskins. So I think they could get it done. But, you know, on the list of potential coaches – for the Dallas Cowboys, not only is Urban Meyer on that list, but he loves Oklahoma because yeah. he had Barry Switzer, right? He had Jimmy Johnson. He's got Lincoln Riley on that list. He's got Matt Rule from Baylor, I guess, on that list. He's got the former Washington coach who stepped aside earlier this year, Chris Peterson, on this list. And can a college coach be successful in the pros? Well, even Jerry Jones has been quoted as saying, no. He says college coaches have the lowest percentage rate of success as a head coach coming directly into a head coach of the pros, as opposed from coming from a coordinator in the NFL or as opposed to coming from a head coaching job in the NFL. This is out of Jerry Jones' mouth, and he's still saying that he's talking to college coaches. Yeah, well, he just talks, 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 you know? (laughs) So if you talk long enough, you're probably going to contradict yourself at some point. And the fact is true, what he's talking about, but that, and it might seem like he's pointing to, no, I don't want a college coach. And then it's fine. He's quick to point out, this doesn't mean I'm against them or not interested. I'm just I'm just talking and talking and talking some more. Like, right. That's just what Jerry Jones does. But in this game today, the Rams, they've, they're 9-4 and four against the spread this season. It's the best record in the NFL. 
And if they can get Todd Gurley going again, you're starting to see Todd Gurley perform better. If they right. have that rushing game and they've got the play-action pass off of the rushing game, we know how dangerous the Rams are. And against this Cowboys defense, oh. who has not looked good for a number of weeks in a row, I like the Rams' chances offensively today and to win the game outright. I still wonder. It's just one game. The Cowboys have so much talent. Can they put it together for one game? And I think going into this one, I would still favor the Rams. How about you? I got the Rams at least by a touchdown, but I tell you what, it's going to be really funny because if they lose today or they are losing throughout the game, you'll be hearing a lot of boos in the house that Jerry built. But the point is this. You talk about the defense on the Cowboys, which is really poor over the last three games. The last two games, they've given out 31 and 26. They, they just The, the defense yeah. is just porous. It really is. Yeah. By the way, real fast before Alex Marvez, what do you think about this Bill Steelers game tonight? You have a feeling on that one? You know what? I, I think it's a game where the Steelers have to win, but I think the Bills win it because I think the Bills probably a little more physical, although they say James Conner's going to play, which will help how successful he'll be. I don't know. The quarterbacking situation in, in Pittsburgh is not good at all, and I think the fact that the Bills right now are just some more of a physical team more so than they are in Pittsburgh. The game is, in fact, in Pittsburgh, and it means so much. It means a lot to both these teams. I mean, the records themselves tell you. you know, One's 9-4, and four, one's 8-5, and five, but basically they're both on the cusp of making the playoffs, so it's a big game for both, but I kind of like the Bills to win this game in a close one. I just think the Bills are more physical. I like that. I th- I love the Bills' defense. The Steelers have done a really nice job, but I look critically at who they've beaten. They beat the Bengals twice, the Dolphins, the Arizona Cardinals. Vinatieri screwed up a kick. You know, they beat the Colts. They've... It's a little UCF-like, you know? Yeah, they've yeah, had some I, wins. Yeah. And it's... I give Mike Tomlin a lot of credit for what he's been able to do with the injury issues, the free agency issues. They lost right. a lot of talent. And to be 8-5, and five, I didn't see that happening at all, even right. with the teams that they've ended up beating. Haven't been exactly a, a gauntlet, but going up against the Bills team with a top-notch defense, I, I favor the Bills in this one. I don't love I it, do. but I like the Bills in this one. And I tell you, a glaring... I guess X mark on the Steelers schedule is at 21-7 blowout at Cleveland. That's ugly. That was an ugly game. Yeah. And we talk about the turnover battle. We get it. You got to win the turnover battle to right. consistently win games. So I'm not saying they got to win the turnover battle today, but listen to this stat, Andy. The Steelers have won the turnover battle in all but two games this season. And that really speaks to why they are 8 and 5. So Josh Allen got to protect that football tonight for the Bills. And the funny thing is, I think Buffalo is getting two in this game. Yeah, they're underdogs. I know. I mean, I, I take the two. I take Buffalo in two. Dogs are barking, baby. Let's there do you it. Go. There you go. All right. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. This is Fox Football Sunday. And they can't be that stupid, can they? Alex Marvez has the answer for you next. But first to someone who certainly isn't stupid, my son, Brian Fenley, <laughs> with the latest. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Daddy? What's going on, guys? NFL. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yes, Big Daddy. Hey. NFL Network presuming the Cleveland Browns, unless something unforeseen happens, are keeping head coach Freddie Kitchens past the season. 
injury updates coming out as it relates to today's games. Titans running back Derrick Henry is a go, even with a hamstring injury. Raiders running back Josh Jacobs, who is overcoming a shoulder problem, will see the field. Steelers running back James Conner is on path to start. He's recovering from a shoulder issue. He'll share carries with Jalen Samuels and Benny Snell. The Chiefs plan on having pass rusher Frank Clark back in the mix today against the Broncos. He's being treated for a stomach issue. Kansas City ball carrier Damian Williams dubbed inactive with a rib issue and an illness. Texans wide receiver Will Fuller has a hamstring ailment, but he is still in good enough shape to play. Patriots wideout Julian Edelman, who's dealing with a couple different injuries, will get a workout in this morning to see how his body feels and then make the decision on whether or not he will play. Broncos tight end Noah Fant appears a thumbs up to play despite a hip and a foot issue. And Cowboys linebacker Sean Lee has been weathering through pectoral and thigh injuries. He is most likely going to play. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow winning the Heisman yesterday by a record margin. He took 91% of the first place votes. And Tiger Woods captains the United States over the internationals to come back and win the President's Cup 16-14, the final score Sunday in Australia. Woods, as a player, went 3-0 on the week. He is 1-0 as a captain. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to the experience of my daddy, Andy Furman, and Brian No. Thank you. Have a great day, kid. We'll see you when we get home later today. Alex Marvez coming right up. He's Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. And by the way, welcome everybody back to the Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by GEICO. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with GEICO. Go to GEICO.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, I'll tell you, figuring out which way is easier. And, of course, Brian No and knows picks in less than 10 minutes. But right now, we go to the Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. What a celebrity is. We call him the Sheik. His name is Alex Marvez. He's with Brian No and Andy Furman. Hello, Sheik. How are you? Gentlemen, good morning. Let's let us converse. Let's have some NFL yes. conversation. Well, let's do it because the Patriots can't be that stupid trying to tape a 1-12 and Bengals team, are they? So what's going on there? Hey, you know what? You can't dismiss it, right? And, you know, there's some speculation that maybe because it's a first-time head coach in Zach Taylor, they you know, they, they want to know what to expect. You know, if you go back, and this is all the conspiracy theories out there, you go to the outside-the-line story written about 10 years ago on Spygate, and what was one of the things that they told uh, the people that were videotaping that they got caught? Say you're filming the kickers. Say you're doing it for a TV show. Well, what just happened here? Eight and a half minutes filming coaches on the sideline. What does the guy say? We're doing it for a a do-your-job type of documentary on an advanced scout. And, you know, because they're the Patriots and because they've done this in the past, you have that type of suspicion. And, listen, I know it was a freelance photographer that was uh, was doing the filming, and one can argue, how much do you really get out of this? Is it worth, again, causing your franchise to be embarrassed, causing, you know, a loss of a draft pick or two? All those things that go with it are fine, which is a pittance to Robert Kraft, but you get my point. I mean, that's why I think we got to wait a little bit more to see, was this just some guy who didn't know any better and is ignorantly shooting a sideline and that was commissioned as a freelancer and, again, not a full-time Patriots employee? Or was this a systemic-type situation where the Patriots have been doing this to others and they just got caught again? So I think it's something that we have to monitor right now and, of course, can't be taken lightly. And, and you know, look, again, puts another dark, dark mark on the New England Patriots. It just makes you wonder, are all these victories truly on the up and up, whether it was Spygate or Deflategate? Bears-Packers, Alex Marvez. The playoff lives are on the line for the Bears and seeding for the Packers. They got a buy right now. 
but the Saints are right there at their heels. What do you see in this one? Yeah, well, listen, as you know, listen, the whole key to this game, it's not Aaron Rodgers, it's Aaron Jones, the other Aaron. And I say that because think about this. When Aaron Jones, the 10 wins of the Green Bay Packers this season, the guy's averaging almost five yards a carry, 108 yards from scrimmage, and he scored 14 touchdowns in 10 wins. Their three losses, 2.6 yards per carry, 42 yards from scrimmage, and just one score. So it, it's interesting. Are the Packers, and really the, the big difference probably between, the, there's two of them, between this year's Green Bay Packers and last year's Green Bay Packers that were dreadful, right? One of the first one, quite honestly, is the fact that they upgraded the defensive talent of pass rush with Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith. So we get that, and, you know, they've, they've done a nice job in that regard. But also this team does the little things well, as opposed to maybe that Packers team last year where a lot of mistakes terrible special teams, you know, they found ways to lose games. So I would imagine Green Bay wins this game, continues, and, of course, builds up toward a huge Monday night football contest against the Vikings, you know, in Week 16. And the Vikings, this has trap game written all over it against the Los mm. Angeles Chargers. First, let's not pretend Kirk Cousins is, is the next, next, next Nick Foles as being one of the great quarterbacks of this game. Brian, since I know he's one of your favorites, <laughs> uh, you know, he's 6-0 he's at home, but he's 3-4 and four on the road. And when the Vikings have to pass more than 35 times in a game, which means their defense isn't playing all that well, they're three and four. So I think that that's something, or I'm sorry, they're 0 and three in those situations. Three and four on the road, 0 and three when they have to pass more than 35 times. So the key for the Chargers is this. Can you limit Dalvin Cook in this running game and force the Vikings to pass to beat you the football on a consistent basis? And we'll see if the Chargers are able to get it done. Obviously, nothing to play for but pride for the Chargers eliminated from the postseason. Wow. Alex Marvez, the Texans and Titans meet, and both are tied for first in the AFC South. Can Ryan Tannehill, with the win, become maybe the comeback player of the year? I think comeback player of the year is the way it's going to go. I see offensive player of the year going to Mike Thomas of New Orleans, who's only 23 receptions away from uh, breaking Marvin Harrison's single-season record. I mean, he's been absolutely brilliant. You know, his Twitter is Tankard Mike, and there's truth in advertising right there. But with Tannehill, you're talking about a guy who has just caught fire uh, for this. And, you know, it's so consequently, his, his Titans have done the same thing. Four straight wins, six and one as a starter since replacing Marcus Mariota. Not only that, they're averaging 15.1 more points per game. They're averaging about 80 more yards per game. And their big plays have increased, you know, significantly under Ryan Tannehill. But it's a symbiotic relationship, Andy Furman, much like you and Brian know. There's symbiosis between Ryan Tannehill and the king, Derrick Henry, because Derrick Henry right now is on a tear himself. 599 rushing yards since week 10. Uh, that is the most in the NFL. And, you know, so what happens is teams have to account for Derrick Henry. And when they do, well, it, it opens things up for Tannehill in the passing game, especially with A.J. Brown, who is second among rookies in receiving yards and tied for second in TD catches among them. So all that being said, we don't know. You know, Tennessee, that's all well and good. But two things about this. Number one, you know, Tennessee's got to keep winning because yeah. Houston's going to enjoy the tiebreaker edge if, if the Tennessee Titans aren't able to get a sweep uh, because of the fact that they have a better, they're going to have a better division record. Number two, uh, you know, what's Houston team's going to show up? Do you know? I mean, was it a, a matter of another Patriots hangover? I believe that the last eight teams that beat the Patriots were one and seven the following week. So were they fat and happy off their success and didn't account for the Broncos? Or is this just an up-and-down Texans team? You never know what you're going to get on the road. tell you, it doesn't get any easier for them either because they got to play at Tampa Bay next week. Houston, not great in pass defense, and we will see if the Buccaneers are able to take advantage. But first things first, huge game, Houston and Tennessee today. Well, I'll talk about the team that beat the Patriots last week, the Chiefs. They're taking on the Broncos. 
So on one side, are you buying Drew Locke as a franchise quarterback? And on the other, are you buying that the Chiefs offense, whose numbers are down, same with Patrick Mahomes, are you buying that they're going to resemble the same type of prolific offense they were last season as we get closer to the playoffs? Interesting question is, do they need to be the same type of prolific offense that they once were? And I say that because the Chiefs have allowed an average of just 14 points per game in their last three games. Only the Baltimore Ravens have allowed fewer points per game since week 11. So we're seeing a defense now coming together under Steve Spagnuolo. And good news for the Chiefs today, Frank Clark, despite an illness, is going to play. What I think has happened to Kansas City as well is that the fact that the running game, no one really has to worry about it right now. I mean, Shady McCoy is on his last legs, it looks like. They've averaged just 93 rushing yards per season. Brian, you got to go back to 2007, the last time the Kansas City Chiefs averaged fewer than 100 rushing yards per game, and they won't have Damian Williams today. And I do think there's a trickle-down effect on the rest of the offense because you're right, Patrick Mahomes' number is not nearly as spectacular so, you know, over the past few weeks, really since coming back from his knee injury. But I, I just don't, you know, look, there's been two or three quarterbacks in Denver Broncos history, and we're talking 60 seasons here, three quarterbacks, that have won a game in December at Arrowhead Stadium. And I know they don't play every December at Arrowhead, but there's enough games to tell you this is a really tough place to play for any quarterback of any age. And I think with Drew Locke, we're going to continue to learn about him. But listen, it gives you hope with what's going on. And clearly, he can move a little bit in the pocket. You know, he's found a great chemistry with Noah Fant. Cortland Sutton has flourished with Drew Locke. I mean, it's, you know, obviously at least hope. For the Broncos, and something that, quite honestly, after a 5-8 and eight season, remember, the Broncos are on track for their third consecutive non-winning season. They haven't done that since 1970-72, to 72, okay? So, and, and, of course, Andy, you know, being as healthy on days of radio at that time, totally remembers that era. I, I will say this, that, you know, where are we going with the Broncos? But it looks like John Elway going to get another chance, another year to get it right with the game. Who were those three quarterbacks, Sheik? They it was uh, Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton. It was John Elway. And I've got to come up with the other one. But there's one more uh, beside that who got it done. And that was Paxton it. I don't Lynch. Think it was Brock no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not Frank Paxton. Kapuka, maybe we can go back to him back in the day. I don't know about that. Let's talk about the Eagles and Cowboys, both tied for the lead in the NFC East. Eagles have the easier test today with the Redskins. The Rams are at Dallas, and Dak Prescott, we hear, has some hand injuries. What's up there? Well, I'll tell you this, by the way. It was Peyton Manning, John Elway, and. Uh, Kyle Orton just popped in my head. So sorry oh, about that. But what's happened? What's happened with the Dallas Cowboys? They're just not very good. I mean, I mean, look, we could talk about Dak and his arm first. By the way, you realize that none of this matters today for the Cowboys, right? I, I just want to point that out. <laughs> the reality is, you know, we can continue to throw dirt on them, but it just doesn't matter because if they beat the Philadelphia Eagles next week, they're back in control of the division and then can capture the NFC East. So I don't want to say this is like a tune-up game for the Cowboys. I know they desperately need to win to get some mojo going, but this game needs much more for the Los Angeles Rams. If they're going to remain relevant in the playoff race, they have to win this game. And listen, they're playing really good football right now ever since they switched some things up on offense. We can, you know, we can criticize Jared Goff all we want as not being worth the money, the $110 million guaranteed he got this summer as part of a new contract, the highest guarantee for a player in NFL history. You know, when you pay someone like that, they're supposed to elevate the play of everyone around you. Instead, not so much, right? But i got to give you know Sean McVay some credit here. He's gone to more two tight end sets over the past couple of weeks. Tyler Higby has exploded. I think less is more when it comes to Cooper Cup coming off that torn ACL. He's not wearing down as much as he was, I think, for a couple of weeks there. So they found some answers on offense. The defense is flourishing again since they got Jalen Ramsey and got rid of some guys that, you know, maybe just weren't fitting into the locker room culture anymore. And Marcus Peters 
going to keep to lead. So I think the Rams end up winning this game. I think the Avalanche continues for the Dallas Cowboys. But again, it doesn't really matter until week 16 for the Cowboys or the Eagles because that is when the team can take control in the NFC East. Sheik, is that time again? Time to say goodbye because you're the best. You are the best in the business. You're the maven of the NFL. He's Alex Marvez. Get him on Twitter, at Alex Marvez. Have a wonderful week. We'll talk to you next Sunday. And mazel mazel to you. Mazel mazel, gentlemen. Thanks. There we go. That's Alex Marvez. By the way, he's Brian No, I'm Andy Furman. And, of course, this is Fox Football Sunday. And you're going to lose your mind. You'll lose your mind when you hear about this high school play. That's next. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Nose picks coming right up. That's Brian No. That's my partner, Brian No. I'm Andy Furman. We are Fox Football Sunday on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, you want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earned at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much will match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. Discover cash back match. What are you waiting for? Learn more where at discover.com slash cash back match. Top of the hour. That's about 11 minutes from now. You'll hear Mike Harmon and Will Blackman. You get him on iHeartRadio the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83, and of course on many of these same Fox Sports Radio affiliates. But right now, it's time for my guy, Brian No and those picks. Are you ready for it? All right, Sparky, here's the deal. Are you in desperate need of gambling insight? Do not fear, for Brian No is here. Now the time has come for nose picks. All right, Andy Furman, one and two last week. Uh, what? The swing game, I know. It was the Saints. I laid the two for the Saints against the 49ers. Oh, so close to working out. Was not in the card, so losing week. Time to rebound, baby. I'm going with. Time out for one second. When you, when you say losing, are you actually losing cash on this? Tell me. Uh, every now and then, Andy okay. Furman. I'm every just now and about then, you a bit. but not okay. last week. Not last good. week. I appreciate good, good, good. you worrying about me. I, it's nice of you. We talked this out. We're going with the Rams. Minus a point and a half at Dallas. They've been a mess. The Dallas Cowboys this season. Yes. I like the running game of the Rams. Yes. I think they're going to be chewing up yards against that Cowboys defense that and has they been really struggling. More. And they need yes. the game more. Yes. Lay the one and a half. Take the Rams. I am going to take an underdog here, Andy uh-huh. Furman. Huh? Dogs are barking. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're 10-point underdogs against the 49ers. Emotional win last week for the Niners. They vaulted yeah. up to the yeah. number one seed. They're at home. They're against the lowly Falcons. I think this is a game they lack energy. They don't have the same sort of, we got to bring it type attitude. And their secondary is very banged up, the Niners. I'm taking the 10 points with the a Falcons lot of points. today. It's a lot of points, yes. You with me on that one? You with me? I, get I don't know, but still a lot of points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the under 42 points in the Patriots-Bengals game. I don't think the Bengals going to score a lot of point, points against the Patriots, and that Patriots offense hasn't Ugh. exactly been firing on all right. cylinders. I got the under in that one. 42. What do you say about that? Well, you know what? That's a good one because both teams are offensively challenged. Okay. All right. You don't sound like it's, I'm with you, Brian. I'm yeah. with you on these picks. There were, there were some other games I think you could have gone, but I yeah, I don't know. I just okay. I hope you All do right. okay. I, I'm well, thank playing you. for you. What's well, your right. time to go your own way? Okay, I'm going my own way. Us. This is unbelievable. I'll talk about a play. The cancellation of the play Tarzan as the play in a Westchester high school. We've learned they canceled the play. Get this. Because 
He's a racist. He's a colonialist. And he's an imperialist. Who knew? I thought Tarzan was cool. I thought Tarzan was a white guy who raised his family in the jungle. That's what I thought. Who knew? Go ahead, B. It's all yours. Wow. Okay. How about Greg Schiano? He's back at Rutgers. He's the head coach again. And he was rallying everybody. Listen to this rousing pep rally-like speech. Together, Rutgers will be Yes, he calls his shot, says they're going to yeah. be number one again. The highest Save that they tape. got was number Save a seven. Save for a year, a year from today. Save that tape. See what Rutgers yeah. is. Yeah. What's the highest ranking with Greg Schiano being back at Rutgers? What do you say it is? Where do they the top high- out? Seven was the previous high. What do you say? What's your prediction? Maybe five. Five? Yeah. I'm going to go 14. That's what I'm really? saying. Really? The new Schiano era. And how about this? Great story. Great and sad at the same time. Newtown, they won their Connecticut Class LL State Championship yesterday afternoon. Uh And it's the high school that's linked to Sandy Hook Elementary School. Of course, the shooting tragedy, 26 lives taken seven years ago to the day that Newtown won their championship game. Pretty cool as far as the redemption goes. Cool and eerie, the way history works. It really is. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you for your time. We'll see you next Sunday on Fox. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, and Lee Bogan and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.